This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. It's the award show that everyone's been talking about. God damn. Timbo, we're here. We did it, baby. Uh, 2021. That's right. 2021. We made it. We are down a guy. We are down Devin Tejada. He is, I think, fingering his dog's asshole. I don't. <laughs> I don't really exactly know what he's doing, but he's running a little late, so we're not going to give any awards out right now. We'll let people kind of come in and flow in and all that shit. But uh, yeah, it's good. But listen, we got another weekend of no UFC next weekend's another. It's good. It's a good NFL. You and I are NFL guys. Sure. So it's a great wildcard weekend. I'm really looking forward to the wildcard games. But no UFC, right? Um, and I haven't been betting on NFL at all this year. But I'm ready for it, the UFC to come back. You know, this extended break is nice and stuff. Like, you know, because last night I had dinner with, like, some friends. And, like, usually I wouldn't have done that because it's Saturday. But I'm ready for it to come back, man. I'm Jones. Three events in seven days. I love it. And It'll then epic, I meant to week. tell you, I ha- I'm going to have to take off work or, or take an option day because the January 20th card is 8 a.m it's wednesday at 8 a.m oh god damn it they went they did it so like it's abu dhabi time like prime time for them that's what i read hopefully they change it but i doubt it but that's the magni kiesa card but who was who was on that that was that was cam's that and that was yeah right that was that was the originally uh chamaya versus Uh, edwards so now i gotta take my my seniority date at my my job is is january 2nd I've been there 14 years, January no 2nd. Shit. Yeah. So Damn, I get, brother. so I get my, uh, so I get my, my option days. You get two, you can't save them. And I already, I got to fucking burn one in January 20th, man. Hey, man but listen, Hey, I got it. I got it. I got to get what I got. I got I me. Mean, I got to do it, you know? Uh, but yeah, so I read that. Hopefully that, uh, that will change, but I don't think it will. Um, but yeah, we're here. We're here. We got some great categories. Uh, I love it. I'm gonna hear. I want to hear all your guys' input on these categories. Um, what is the category that you're looking forward the most to? And we can we can say what they are if, if you have them off top hand. I'm really. You know what I'm really looking forward to. I think the most spirit debate we're gonna have is is the MMA takes 2020. Who the fuck is this guy? Which is our rookie uh-huh. of the year, debut of the year. Yeah. I think I know who Devin's gonna pick. I'm I'm kind of curious. Is Don't he gonna go chalky with that. Yeah, he's gonna go chalky. fucking. He's gonna go mainstream, fucking corporate dev. I don't know who you're gonna pick. Don't tell me who you're gonna pick. I think I have a guy. I have two guys that I'm I'm gonna talk about that I think are interesting. But I, I don't know who your play is gonna be. Um, the the you should be traded award. I'm I'm gonna be interested in see who you guys think on that because I have I have some guys on here that are fan favorites. And oh, I think, likewise. I got, I, think, I got a big one. I think, yeah. I think, and I know there's one guy on here that you and I have communicated with that um, maybe, I mean, he's popular, but maybe he shouldn't be. Well, I'm not going to try to give anything up, but I'm just trying to <laughs> fill some time here while Devin fucking, you know, peanut butters his balls for his dog or whatever he's doing. Yeah, Christ, fucking guy. Um, yeah, and then the Hey Pussy you Still There, the Future of the Year. That's going to be interesting. I didn't have many. I have... Two real ones and one like jokey one, but the jokey yeah. one's like real though. Like it was a me, real few. Me and Dad were talking about it, and he, you know, he, he's just telling me everything that he's going to do. I'm like, Dad, yeah. save it for the podcast. Save yeah, it for the podcast. He always wants. That's and, what he, uh, he always. Yeah. Whenever we have something like this, he's like, "Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, buddy, yeah, what are you going to do? We're like, going to talk about it on podcast. on the fucking podcast." Because <laughs> he said, he said, you know, he said A B, and then uh, I was like, "No, there's a C too." Yeah, he was like. Well, who do you think it is? I was like, no, I say it for the podcast. He's like, you just don't have one. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There isn't, there isn't another one. I was like, dude, I think it's the most 
he said he said you know he said some obvious ones, but the one I'm the one I'm thinking of is the most obvious, and we'll, yeah. we'll obviously get to it. We'll later. get to it. Yeah, uh, I have one that. I think it's funny. I wrote it down, but then I'm like, you know what? That could kind of win it, right? That's the only category where I kind of struggled because I was going back over some of the feuds. And I mean, I personally think there wasn't, it's, I mean, it's not like we named it after John Jones, after John Jones roasted Daniel Cormier. Yeah. I mean, DC and, and Stipe kind of had a feud, but it was like kind of tame a little bit. It was a, it was a trilogy fight. I mean, they were okay with each other, but it wasn't like bad blood. Um, Connor obviously fought cowboy in 2020, but was, they were yeah, like, was, they were buddies. Um, yeah. and like could be, so this year is definitely the, the year of the, I mean, there, there's, like I said, there definitely was, were some, and they, yeah. they were just smaller, smaller scale guys, but right. you know, you didn't have the TJ versus Cody. You didn't have the Nate versus Connor. You didn't have, is that death? Is that no, I just, I switched camera oh, okay. views up a little bit. Yeah. No, nah, he's not I mean, here you, yet. You, know, you, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have that bad blood, the DC John. Right. Know? Those are all these bad blood fights. And uh, we didn't we didn't really have any of those that this year in a I think scale. COVID ruined a lot of it. Um, because so many fights got canceled, like fights that had some heat got canceled. Mm-hmm. Fighters really performed. Like Kevin Holland had one of the best years of his career. Brian Kellenher probably made the most money of his career because they really took advantage of like, I'll fight every fucking weekend. Let's go. Yeah. Like I'm tired of three months off. Let me let's go. And they fought everybody. I mean, Kevin Holland at this point should have I mean, I don't know if he's. I, I doubt he's ranked, but he's he's got a following. Yeah. He's got enough name that uh, like um, that Charlie Otovelos guy that he like slammed on his like broke his neck. Like he shouldn't have fought that guy, but he's like fuck it, I want to fight. Like I love that. Yeah. I kind of like that spirit of like I want to get in there. Uh, the Brazilian, God damn it, I can't. The legend he just beat by on his knees. Um, oh yeah, Jacare. Yeah, Kevin. Jacare. Yeah, Jacare had to have been ranked because Jacare had a went over. Weidman, not too long. Yeah, ago. he was. I think I believe Jacare was ranked. I don't know if Holland is. I mean, I got a computer right in front of me. Let's yeah. let's uh, let's fucking use technology. Twenty twenty one. Twenty one, baby. We made it. We made it, baby. A lot of adversity. Fought through some stuff. I think Kevin Holland should be ranked. Absolutely, he's ranked. He's ten. He's ten. That makes a, a million. Okay. That makes sense. He's just above my boy Chris Weidman. My boy. I think Chris Weidman got a fight coming up, don't he? Yeah, he's fighting. Ah, god damn it! Why do? Why can't I remember who he's fighting? It's a good matchup for him, I think, and I think he's gonna win. And I don't know why I can't remember who it is. I okay. want to see him rematch Rockhold, but I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, I mean that that could that could co-main. Like yeah. those are two former champions. They're they're not well past their prime. They're like thirty-four, right. thirty-five, like. And uh, Uriah Hall, that's it. Rematch Uriah Hall. That that, oh. that Uriah Hall fight was the fight that got him to the UFC. He knocked out Uriah Hall, I think, back in Jersey or New York. They fought on uh, uh, a promotion out there. That's a really good promotion. And he, like, head kick knocked him out. Yeah, it was a wild thing. And Chris Weidman knocked out. Yeah, Uriah Hall. Wow. It was like a head kick, and then he TKO'd him, or, or I think it was just maybe out from the head kick. Um, I remember seeing the video. But, yeah, that, that led him to... Uh, the UFC signing and that led Uriah Hall to uh, eventually the Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. I like that matchup though because I don't, I don't think highly of Uriah Hall. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, he was definitely gifted. Like he he was gifted the Anderson Silva fight. Right. It doesn't get any better than that. You get to fight a forty-six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, with a fucking broken leg who's afraid to kick, and then yeah. you know he's Gosh, off his he's off his already cracked and he's off his dick pills. It's like ugh. 
Um, I, yeah, I mean, I picked Silva in that fight. I just, I've never been a U- Uriah guy. I remember everyone coming in their pants over the, uh, the the knockout he did on the Ultimate Fighter. But it's like, yeah, but he fought a nobody, and and you know, yeah. then he laid an egg against Kelvin in the finals, and mm-hmm. a really fat Kelvin too, by the way. Um, yeah, that was that was a uh, fat, out of shape Kelvin. Just 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 weared on him, and then he's that was up and away, right? Yeah, one eighty five. Yeah, and then Kelvin dropped the seventy. Couldn't make a way to seventy, and then back up the eighty five. Yeah, because last fight when he got toe holded. Yeah, Hermanson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was Kel- his last Kelvin, fight. Man, he's got so much potential too. He just can't. Get, he can't stay out of his own way. He, uh, he's fighting Ian Hines now, which is such a fall from grace. You have a oh, fight, of, fight of the year, maybe fight of you know the length for like five years, maybe not decade, but in, in middleweight for sure, right yeah. against Izzy, right. And then you give Izzy a run for his money, had every chance to win that fight, and then now you're finding Ian Heinish. No knock on Ian Heinish, but it's like, man, such a fall from what yeah, happened. You're talking you talking know? about the guy who's ranked 15th right now compared to the champ. Like, I know. Yeah. What are you doing? And you're right. I think he's very talented. I think uh, for the longest time it was all Kelvin needs to drop down. Kelvin needs to drop down. Kelvin needs to drop down. But now I'm like, well, fuck it. Kevin needs is uh, Kevin needs to stay at 85. You know, this guy is fucking. Uh, um, a, a short fat dude, but it, he's better when he's worried about his skills as opposed to his fucking weight cut. Wait, exactly. Yeah. He, he competed with Till. He competed with Izzy. Yeah. Like he's competed with the best grant Hermanson. That's, I don't want to call it a fluke because, you know, I'm sure yeah. it, was, it was strategic. On it Hermanson's was, part, I mean, I had, I had Kelvin in that fight. I, I, I rode Kelvin. I was riding Kelvin until the fucking wheels came off essentially. Um, and I, again, Hermanson's a guy I, I under, I don't give enough cred for, right? He's very, very slick on the ground, but yeah, I never in a million years thought he's going to fucking heel hook goddamn Kelvin. Uh, same issues as last time with the camera. Devin's having issues with the camera. Oh, man, his Mac's from 1999, so he's having some Oregon, trouble. Oregon Inlet. They sell it in Oregon like it's from fucking 2020. <laughs> uh, I wonder how close Devin is because the, the last remaining blockbuster is in Oregon and it's a B and B like you can, you can, um, bed and like, breakfast. Bed and, yeah. You can like stay there or, or, or whatever. Or what, what, what is the other thing? A B and B, but what else? What is it? Um, fuck. What is it called? When you go to town, you, you stay at someone's house. What is that? What is that called? Right. Uh, fuck. sleepover. No, no, no. Like you, you can rent your house out for people. Like, like if you oh, live Airbnb, in, Airbnb, it's an gotcha. Airbnb. That's what it is. Not a bragging, but it's an Airbnb. So you can sleep in the last remaining blockbuster. They have like beds and stuff, and it's like a legit blockbuster. So I wonder how close he is to that, because that's the only reason I would go out his way. Yeah, no I mean, doubt, man. God, who the fuck bad. lives out there, man? It is. He's going to hear this back. Like he's going to, because this is going to be, I'm going to release it as a podcast too. He's going to hear this back, and he's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> who lives out there, dude? Like, I don't get it, man. I you I know that last blockbuster on Twitter. They're pretty funny, actually. They yeah, like I love shit. blockbuster, dude. I've been watching this. Uh, wife and I've been watching this TV show that's set in the eighties. It, it's filmed now, but set in the eighties, and there was just a, um, a a video store episode where they went, and the this little boy wanted to rent fucking Indiana Jones. It was out, and I was like, man, I remember that going to blockbuster and running up and be like, oh, they got the new whatever. And it fucking there would be no case behind it, and you're like, God, oh damn. yeah, they had a display case. Yeah, they had a display case, but there's no video behind it. And you you're gotta like, go and ask, hey, has anybody returned this? Right, yeah, like, uh, you would go and check the return bin. Like my mom, oh. like 
I never watched cartoons as a kid. I jumped right into like Predator and like fucking real movies. So I never watched cartoons. So when I was 12, I used to ride my bike up to Blockbuster all the time to rent Sega games, to rent fucking um, like wrestling stuff. I was really into wrestling at that time. And, and then movies as well. And the Blockbuster lady was like, listen, you know, you got to be 18 to do this. So my mom called up and got me my own Blockbuster card oh, with yeah. my name on it. Hard. And in the computer, it said... He can rent whatever the fuck he wants. So I would go up there and then like, I, you know, they'd see me the little fuck, you know, I I was, when I was 12, I looked fucking eight. So I'd go up there and I hand him the card and this guy'd be like, I don't know, bud, this is rated R. And then she had red hair. She was like, Oh no, he's good. He's good. And I look at him like, yeah, motherfucker. I'm good. Beat it. Go get me, go get me my Twizzlers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go in the back. back. How, how do we fix that? Dev, I don't know how to fix your computer, dude. You restarted. I will, say, I will say ironically about the blockbuster thing. No yeah. kidding. So, um, I like when I was maybe I'd say seven or eight, and um, you know we I would go and, and rent like the wrestling videos and uh, the things they had, and the my babysitter's house at the time, her son was like a couple years older than me, and that he saw Ken Shamrock in WWF, and then he was like, oh, this guy came from this stuff, and right. that's actually the first time I watched. Uh-oh. UFC was on the no, it was like a UFC two or UFC three, and it was the VHS of the of that event. Yeah, that's I okay. when I first watched the UFC. Hold on, here's Dev. Dev, you working? You live action? Can you hear me? Hey, hey uh, hold on, hold on. Talk again. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds a little. Unplug it and plug it back in. It sounds a little, little rough there. But Lack I I watched the UFC. Um, that's how I started too. I, I watched the early ones. UFC six was the first UFC I rented with Tank Abbott, and I didn't really love it. I was, it was, like, brutal to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, and then when it became more of a sport, that's when I was like, oh, wrestling? Oh, wrestling's fake? Oh, yeah, fuck that. So this yeah. is my shit now. This is my shit All now. Yeah. Yo. Dev, talk again one time. Sorry, bud. Is it clear now or no? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're sounding good now, pal, pal. Yeah, I don't, every, I've had to re, I restarted my computer three times. I thought we did something else, but, like, this is the fourth time I tried to get my camera to work, and finally it's, it's fucking working. Well, we're live, baby. We're live. And then my my guy, Christian, he sends us out right here. Uh, Timbo, you'll appreciate this. Mercer's Fire got a hoodie on the way. Congrats to Tim defending the strap more times than Connor. Hey. hey. hey strap daddy. Strap daddy. All it takes is one for that. There he yeah. is. Strap daddy. I we're, love it. We're approaching John Jones territory That's now. true. We're getting up there. 27, 2021, baby. I got to get that strap. I got mine hanging on the shelf. I don't I don't touch it because it's bad luck. You touch it, you don't become champion. That's like a hockey thing. Dev, what's up, man? You all right? Your dog all right? You all right? What's going on, dude? Do you remember that, remember that time? It had to have been probably a year ago. When I when we were recording one of the pickums, and my two dogs were just going fucking crazy. Yeah. Do you remember that shit? Uh, yeah, I do. So I'm I'm in the bathroom, about to come out of the shower, and I just hear them making a fuss. They bark and stuff when they want to go outside and take a dump. And I was just like, Am I gonna? I just let them outside to take a dump because otherwise I'll come outside and there'll be a steaming pile of shit in the middle of my house. Or they just they. When they get riled up, dude, you heard them. They just fucking fight and just go ham. And I was trying to avoid that. And then now my it took a while to get my camera working, but we're here. We're here, baby. We're here. Okay, let's dive in. Tim and I have uh, have uh, treaded water for the past 20 minutes. So we're getting Sorry. to the awards. We got nine <laughs> awards to give out. I got some sound cues for some of them. 
First night, first get your notes, check your notes, check your what you're not. I got 2020. That it takes first award for 2020 is the fighter you want to fight award. And let's. Uh, I got to. Uh, I got a little jingle jangle. Hang on, I'm I'm ill prepared here. I should have been more prepared. Um, there we go. All right, so 2020 fighter I want to fight award. Oh, here you go. I want to fight you. <laughs> so I want to fight you, award. So <laughs> what is that from? Do you hear that? Let me let me play it one more time because I, I fucked up. It. I fucked up, y'all. Let me do it one more time now. Hey guys. Who the fuck are you, man? I want to fight you. That's <laughs> Will Ferrell from wrong. Get from That's Get it. Hard. Get Hard. Uh, yeah. He went up to some guy in the park and threatened to fight him. So. This award is, it can be anything. It could be a fighter you don't like. It could be a fighter that you think you can take. Whatever it is. Couch potatoes, MMA fans love to think that they're tougher than fighters in the thing. We all yell out. We all do it, right? We all, we all say this guy stinks. We have no credibility to do it. But if you had to fight one, who would you fight? So my nominee, I'm going to nominate someone first. This is a guy, and, and, and it sucks because... Um, some guy just said uh, he wants to fight me, Matt uh, Helbig. Okay, Matt, we'll uh, we'll get that we'll get that going. I mean, if you're a UFC fighter, let's do it, pal. For comments, is he commenting? Right yeah, now? Matt Helbig, I want to fight you. <laughs> which one is you? Uh, I don't you? know. Yeah, which one, Matt? Who do you want to fight? You want to fight the handsome guy? You want to fight the bearded guy? Or do you want to fight the cool hat guy? I mean, let me let, let us know. But anyway, my first nominee for this, and I feel bad saying it because. No, I was quoting Will Ferrell. Oh, there he goes. Okay, Matt's a fan. Matt's a fan. He's quoting Will Ferrell. There he is. He doesn't want to fight any of us. He's a nice guy. All right, my first fighter, the guy I want to fight, Chase Hooper. I think I could fight. I could beat Chase Hooper. I think I can. I mean, he's 20-something. I mean, he if he gets me in the ground, he could probably strangle me, but he's very skinny, very small. I, I, I think I could fucking beat Chase Hooper. And I know I sound like such a fucking idiot. And you shouldn't take me seriously, but I think I can beat Jay Super. So he's got to be my one, number one nominee. He has to be. It'd be close. <laughs> It'd be close. I mean, if we're just talking, if you put you and him in a cage right now, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I, I mean, I listen, I outweigh, underdog, Brian. I outweigh him by 100. Well, he's, what, what is he, 155? I outweigh him by like 120 pounds. And I'm way stronger than he is. His stand-up's crap, right? His submissions are really good. So if he he can get a leg like he did Peter Barrett, but I think I think I can fucking get him, dude. All right, anybody who you want to throw some names out? I got I got a bunch of names. That's just the first name. Throw a couple more out there. It, my my boy Matt says I can take Cooper. Uh, number two is Dom Cruz, just for the Ooh. fact that his commentary this year was so annoying. Dom Cruz is an incredibly talented fighter. I don't want to disrespect Mr. Cruz, but. He's a snarky little cunt. His little, oh, and then is, after man. losing the Cejudo, <laughs> he carries it into it too. After losing the Cejudo and blaming it on the ref with the alcohol and cigarettes and shit, I'm like, dude, oh, just take God. your fucking L, man. And then he took the took the shit into the commentary where he's just like, I don't know. I used to love Dom Cruz. He was one of my favorite fighters in WC, but he's just becoming a little fucking snake. Fights once a year, loses, and then like they apparently they offered him the Rob Font fight. And he turned it down. He's like, oh, no, I, wa- I want to fight bigger fish. Well, you're you're an old fish. Like, fight someone new. So uh, right. now he's Kenny. fighting Casey Kenny, Right. I think the UFC probably put the clamps oh. on him. was like, yo, you got to fight somebody. Okay. All right. Yeah, so those are my two. We got any names from you guys? 
Because I got more. Uh, I mean, I can keep yeah, going. I mean, I mean, you already know who I got. Fucking Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Whoa. And, what uh, just happened? I mean, dude. I mean, you want to fight no sugar? Doubt. He could no doubt take me, but uh, I would give everything. I, fuck, he'd have to kill me. Yeah, that's true. He'd have to fucking he'd have to kill, kill you. I just, I just, I just give up, though. Yeah, he he, like could, he might quit. He might he might break his hand on your face and be like, fuck this. I'm done with this. Yeah. I um, just don't like the way he's pretty much done anything throughout his career. Uh, I don't like the gimmick that he's doing. I don't like any of his Instagram videos when he's in his towel doing dumb shit. I definitely don't he's like the He's a new father. Way, yeah. Does that matter? He's a new he's a new father. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah, uh, yeah, just not a fan, and obviously losing to Cheeto and, and just not being humble about that and giving every excuse in the book. Not a fan. Um, he'd kick my ass, but I would, I'd bring a weapon or I'd bring Dev and we'd fuck him up because Dev don't like me either. Dev, yeah, was that is that gonna be is that gonna yeah. be your Dev? Do you have any so names? You know who I would rather fight over Sean O'Malley? Who's that? It's his fucking head coach. So you're you're putting if I can just punch him square in his you're fucking putting head, uh what's I his totally name? Would. Tim something? What is it? Tim Welch. Welch. That's Tim it. Welch. Okay. I mean, I've never seen anybody that rides the coattails harder than that guy. He's a B. He was a B you've grade. Had, you've player. had a problem with him for a while. I remember. I remember this vividly. And you, I listened to him talk on his on their podcast, and he is just the cockiest dude on the fucking planet. I just don't like. I just don't like where he where he comes from. Um, and that's just off the top. Um, the. The fighter that I think I'd like to fight, Chase Super was one of them. He was one of the guys I was top of my list. So he'll um, definitely be a nominee since we t- we both had him. Yeah, he's he's the he you know he's like my my number one along with someone like Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold kill me, but <laughs> I think if I touch his chin, I put him out. Luke you know? Rockhold, <laughs> good shot. Luke Rockhold's on that list. Dayton White said that said it best. Dan White's like every girl wants to get with this guy, then he opens his mouth, and they're like, "Well, fuck this guy." That sucks. You gotta be that good looking and that annoying, and just like never get pussy. Like he dated he dated Demi Lovato for like five minutes, and she's like, "This guy Luke sucks." Did? Yeah, and he dated. They, they should. They were up there. Yeah, they were. They were at a UFC fight one time. They dated for a little bit. <clears throat> so I'm gonna put it you was down so for bad. She OD'd after. Yeah, right. She's like, "I gotta get back on this drug. This guy sucks." Yeah, so was- Tim, you got uh, Sean O'Malley, Dev. You got Tim Welch, Luke Rockhold. <clears throat> I had Dom Cruz, Chase Hooper. My other two were Kaz Match Maya because, listen, I want to expose that motherfucker. That's what it is. You're going to be the guy to do I want to expose him. And then Greg Hardy because, I mean, come on. You got Tybora. All I got to do, do is hide his inhaler. I've already took care of that. See, all I got to do is hide his inhaler, and he's fucked. You know what I mean? All right, so we're going to have Chase Hooper's a nominee. As much as it hurts me, I'm going to put uh, Sean O'Malley as a nominee. We got to get four, so... Out of the two we all said, who else would we get? Would Dev, out of yours, Tim Welch or Luke Rockhold, who do you want to nominate? I'm going Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold, okay. And then we'll and we'll do uh we'll do Dom Cruz as well. Cause I feel like we all kind of agree that Dom's like a little snake. He's a prick. Yeah, yeah I love Dom Cruz a death huge fan, but he, he, he he's he's a little prick. All right, so next up little cunt. Look at this. Matt uh, keeps Tim Welch lost to the Ultimate Fighter back in the day. He did. He not only did he lose, he got fucking knocked out. So, every, if if you have a problem with Tim Welch, go look up that. Okay, next up, we have the Arrow the 2020 MMA Takes Award, Arrow Hawani Award, the first annual Arrow Hawani Award. You disgust me, and I got a little uh, I got a little thing for this as well. Tim, 
ears up. You'll, you'll appreciate this one. Do you not like me, Nick? I, I feel like you instigate fights quite a bit, but, uh, you know, that's... Fights between the fighters? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's your, that's your job, but where I come from, you know, people like that get slapped. Love it. Love it. Love it. I just one of the all-time quotes ever. Um, Eric Hawani, I think, is a fucking absolute scumbag. I just, I think the guy has changed into a different person. He's trying to be the Skip Bayless of ESPN MMA takes. He's trying to get clicks. And, like, him and DC, they got a great show. I like DC. I think he's entertaining. But the Chael Sonnen show stinks now. I don't think people can stand him. Other media members can't stand him. It's it's always bugged me that <clears throat> being in the MMA space, this is the face of MMA media, and he is. He's number one. He's the king of he MMA is, media, yeah. and I think he's a little rat, right? <clears throat> so the Discuss Me Award is going to be fighters that just their performance, what they did, their personality can be anything that just really bothered you this year. So again, I can I can start it off. My number one <clears throat> is a guy I really really uh really went out and uh on a limb for and bet a lot of money on was max rosecoff um i did a video on max rosecoff his performance was very bad he quit um embarrassed me i mean i lose fights every weekend i pick fights wrong all the time but if i had a video camera that followed me around that week of how confident i was in this guy telling just stopping everyone at work knows i'm the mma guy so i i don't really talk about it I was stopping motherfuckers going, hey, hot tip this weekend. Guy named Max Rokoff. He's going to fucking dominate. So I had to go show my face like this is the MMA guy, the fucking dude he would bet money on quit. It's uh, it's an ugly scene for me. So I had Max Rokoff as my number one. He, he, he discussed me with his uh, – and I hate to say it because, listen, he quit. He's a fighter and all this stuff. But goddamn, dude, like that really fucked me up for a while because I was very confident in that fight. You boys got anything? Oh, yeah. Dev, you want to take it? Um, I I was confused by this because we didn't really go over right, right, I, right, I right. You, I thought you were picking something bad that Ariel Hawani said. I'll, hey, listen, year. I'll take that too. Any, but, um, there's no right or wrong way, baby. Just tell me what you have. I could tell you that he lost um, a avid listener in me this year. I completely stopped listening to him. I think his whole entire – I think the way he approaches MMA media in a whole, the way he interviews fighters and everything um, – it's really not the same as it used to be. He used, he, I felt like he used to be passionate about the sport, but now he has his foot in with with ESPN. I feel like he he's wants doing, to be an he NBA was, guy. Yeah, he's doing the NBA like, on Christmas Day. Like, yeah, yeah. He would <clears throat> if you told him right now, hang up your MMA gloves and go grab a basketball. He's dropping those gloves and running. And I just 100%. don't. I don't. I don't feel like there's so many people that are passionate and really, really care about, really, really care about the sport that that truly give a fuck that will give non-biased interviews, ask the questions that need to be asked and not poke the bear. And, you know, just like that clip you played with Nick Diaz saying, you know, you instigate fights. The dude is, is known to instigate. He's known to stir the pot. He's known to run that mouth. And it's just um, with me in, in 2020, it was enough was enough with him. Um, like you said, I love DC. I think he has a, a great counterpart in DC because DC is, he's got a great mind. He's got a great personality. But um, Ariel's just—he's burnt all his bridges. He can't yeah. get an interview if he needs one. He um, only can interview that management team that represents Connor and Leon Edwards and the Kawa mm-hmm. brothers. That's it. Yeah. And whenever he has a debate on his show, his integrity is questioned because he always pushes for those fighters. Like he was sitting there arguing that Leon Edwards deserves a title shot. What? What? 
He did. He was doing this recently. Like, yeah, Leon Edwards is highly ranked, but when's the last time the guy fucking fought? And you're saying you're calling for a title shot over fucking Gilbert Burns? Like, yeah, are yeah. you fucking crazy? RDA last year, I want to say, was his last fight. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And and listen, I think Leon Edwards is is better than people give him credit for. Um, we'll find out how really good he is with with, with Chimaev, but. I agree with that. I'm going to write down just Errol Hawani's integrity is what you're like, questioning. Errol Hawani's integrity disgusts you. I can't, I just can't pick, you know, obviously like the shit with Sean O'Malley, the way he handled his loss. That was, that was bad. We already spoke on that. We spoke on that a bunch okay. of times. Um, that could be brought up. There's been a lot of people that, that haven't handled their careers well this year, but you know, as far as MMA media, MMA media outlets, <clears throat> Errol Hawani's really dropped the ball. There's tons of guys um, like us that are really, really passionate about the sport. There's tons of other outlets you can get your information on. Right. My, uh, the, the guy, Matt commented, do you like him more than Luke Thomas? No, oh, I like no. Luke Thomas. You like more Luke Thomas more? Luke Thomas blocked Luke Thomas. me. And, uh, so I, I, oh, I, I don't, yeah. I don't see yeah, much I'm of his stuff anymore. Twitter and Instagram. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't see any of his shit. I see, I think I see him on Instagram, but I'm never on Instagram. Um, yeah, I think Luke Thomas is 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 the same boat as Arahuani. He's a little bit of snake. Apparently, they hate each other. Apparently, Arahuani fucked over Luke Thomas really bad. Um, either way, I think they both suck, right? Like, Luke Thomas just sits there. Well, you know, and he uses, like, these gigantic words. Like, I follow MMA, and I'm really smart. Blah, 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 blah. You know, hypotenuse. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dork. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think about that guy. Um, all right, so I'm going to put Sean O'Malley and Arahuani's integrity. Timbo, you got any? Yeah, I'm going to get a soapbox real quick. Ariel. I've always yeah. liked Eric Hawani. Okay. And even 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 me and I and I still like him. And the fact that he does branch off into these other ventures, that, you know, such as the NBA. Uh he's a huge Buffalo Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Always talk. I like that. Right. I think it it grow it grows the sport. You know, it's intertwining your sport. You know, and also when you have guys like Greg Hardy coming over to um the UFC, you got Brock Lesnar coming on UFC. I can appreciate he always does like him and DC always do like old school wrestling takes, and I can yeah. appreciate that. I like it, but I, I see a lot of him getting a lot of flack on social media saying, hey, man, this is UFC. Stop talking about other shit. Right. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. However, I will say with him, too much content is not good content. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to be an avid. I remember Mondays at 1 o'clock. Bro, yeah. Yep. He'd have fucking – it was like a six-hour show. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And it was a shit. Yeah. It was. And as soon as, uh, you know, he, he got hired by ESPN – that's when first you notice the drop off of his his quality of content, and mm. then you just notice, okay, dude, like you've got way too much shit going on. Like mm. him and DC, I can appreciate DC's mind as, as Dev was saying, but bro, you you have like three shows a week now. Like you can, and and for you to continue to push out content, you've got to start stretching shit. Right, you've got to start making things out of nothing and making things way too big. So, um, that's what I do think about Ariel, and uh, you know, so I'm with you, Dev, in some aspects of that, but. As far as what disgusts me, and Brian, you can relate because you obviously gamble. Dominic fucking Reyes. Yeah, okay. Right. Yep. Ago, I had a perfect DraftKings lineup. And if 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 Dominic Reyes would have knocked out fucking Jan yeah. Blockowitz. Yeah, Jan. He's a huge favorite. Yeah. Um, and that didn't happen. And not even not even just the money part of that, but just the way he carried himself after that fucking John mm-hmm. Jones fight. Yeah. You know, saying that he's the champion he, he, he won. Yeah, he claimed he claimed he was champion. He claimed that John Jones left the division because of him. Right, right. Yeah. And then for you to go out and get absolutely starched yeah. by Jan Blockowitz, who's now gonna go get starched by a middleweight. Right. Uh, that was really disappointing. And you know, he definitely got an ego check and he needed it. 
uh, I mean, I think John checked his ego, but clearly yeah. he wasn't good enough. But uh, yeah, he got humbled by that. So uh, hopefully he tones it down some. But yeah, he lost he lost your boy a lot of money. So yeah, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. But, I mean, yeah. Anything else, Timbo? You got anybody else? I got a few uh, stragglers here we can talk about. That was my main one. Main yeah. one. So I got Kelvin Gaslam. We talked about him uh, pre-show. Guy's oh, so talented, no. and he just literally has laid an egg this whole year. I've lost money on him. I didn't go big on him, but, I mean, the Hermanson fight I went on him, the fucking uh, Darren Till fight. I know Devin was high on him before the Darren Till fight. A guy super talented and just, just fell off the fucking cliff. And then you got Brock Weaver, who Devin and I know that we try to get on the podcast a bunch of times. He dicked us over. Literally five minutes before we are supposed to record, he just – completely ghosted me um and then he's like a dog fighter and just not a good dude and and fucking sucks as a fighter as well he just hasn't won and then the the last one i have is chris lee the judge the guy who has the fucking worst scorecards this year and for some reason they're still booking him to do fights it's unbelievable i don't know how this guy has a fucking job yep i i got one fucking referee chris tyone he had two bad calls in one night. The Jessica Rose Clark, the Jessica Rose Clark fight. That girl getting oh um, got beaten to death, yeah, nearly beaten to death by Jessica Rose Clark. Yeah, he had that one. He had that one rough night. Um, yeah, he had like two bad calls in a row. That was that was bad. Um, but refereeing as a as a whole too. There's been some um, there's been some bad calls in 2020. Bad bad judging. Bad refs. Um, if you ask. Dom Cruz, Keith Peterson. Um, Keith, no nonsense, Keith Peterson, baby. I love him. I think he's. Great. I think he's a good ref. Yeah, I think mean, I, 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 I actually like him more that if he's going in there smelling like booze and cigarettes. I mean, first off, cigarettes isn't a fucking drug, Dom. You fucking dork. Right. Get over right. it. And he right. probably was in the strip club the night before banging bras. Those little dudes usually swing a pipe, so he probably's got something. Um, all right, so I'm gonna have Mac Rokoff as a nominee. I'm gonna have Dev. I'm gonna have the Chris Tyone slash refs as your nominee. Dom Reyes is a nominee, so that's three. Um, what do you want to end the fourth one on? Should I do should I do judges too? Like Chris Lee and judges? Like you did Chris Tyone and refs. Should I do Chris Lee and judges? Should we go Brock Weaver? Do you guys have any feelings about that fucking guy? Um Brock Weaver could take a number one spot if you ask me. Yeah, the guy's sad. I'm gonna put Brock Weaver down. Okay, he's yeah. he's he's a, he's a fucking absolute scumbag. All right, well, we're do, we're doing this as a as a poll, right? For right. So four four selections for each thing, and I'm gonna put it on Twitter, and people are gonna vote. So yeah, I don't think on Twitter, I don't think you can have more than four. I think that's why we're only doing four nominees. Okay. Like I think you can only I mean, have do four. We want to put Brock Weaver. I mean, unless uh, yeah, it's up to you, buddy. I'm 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 okay with doing it. I'm okay with not doing it. Uh, I just had to get my Max Rokoff in there because that guy. I mean, literally, I'm just so embarrassed. I still am. No doubt. So we we can get rid of Brock. Uh, so Dev, you got Tony. You got Reyes. I don't. Just, I, out of pride, I can't put O'Malley on again because Dev brought up O'Malley. I can't believe we can't have him on every category. He's my guy. We just talked to Ariel Hawani for, for five minutes straight. Yeah, Ariel Hawani's integrity. We'll put that on there. Just that guy being a fucking snake. That's what I put on there. All right, here we go. Um, the 2020, the MMA takes this. I don't think I have a, I don't think I have a, a, a clip for this. The 2020 MMA takes, you should be traded award. So this is, I, I took it as fighters from the UFC. 
you know, UFC is, is cutting 60 fighters. I think there should be more trades in MMA, like the Ben Askren, Mighty Mouse uh, deal. I thought that was awesome. I think it adds to it. Um, every sport has trades. I know MMA is a different kind of sport because of the organizations, like boxing is very similar to MMA, but I would like to see more trades. So this is 2020. You should be traded award. And my first nominee, my number one nominee, is a guy who I think makes a shit ton of money, who I think is very popular. I think maybe a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but I think Derek Lewis should be traded for someone in Bellator, another heavyweight, because I think Derek Lewis is never going to be champion. He's going to main event some fights, and he's going to throw some fucking duds out there. He might get a couple more knockouts, but he's also in his late 30s, and he's making a buttload of money. Derek Lewis is my number one nominee. Who are you trading him for? See, I didn't I didn't get yeah. that far. That's the thing. That's a, you got to have that part. I know. I got to have that part. I was thinking uh, I, I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, tall Steve. Uh, Steve Mowry from uh, Bellator. Heavyweight guy. He's like 6'10 over there. He's undefeated. He's like 6-0, mm. though. He's a, he's a young guy. He trains down in Florida. Um, his his Instagram and, and Twitter handle is, is it's like tall Steve can fight or something like that. Um, but it's Steve, Steve Mowry is who I would trade Derek Lewis for. You would get a really good heavyweight. He's fucking giant. He's good on the ground. His stand up is, is getting better. And then you get rid of a guy, Derek Lewis, who's making like 300K a fight. Boys. That's fair. <clears throat> Want me to take a death? Yeah, sure. Um, This guy. He could. I mean, damn it. He could because he I don't want to bring him up right now, but I really do because I feel like. He would do very well in Bellator or really anywhere else, but he's just in he's just in the uh, what I think is probably the best division. And Marlon Marais. Wow, okay, um, okay. He's getting a lot of money. He's getting three hundred thousand a fight. Yeah. You know, he's a main eventer. He he's fought for the title, I'm pretty sure, on numerous occasions. And uh, just kind of like what you said with Derek Lewis, you know, I think he's not winning the title. Those like and, and if you're not gonna win the title, then why are you there? Mm-hmm. Um because with him, he's not old enough to like hang him up. Because you know what else is he going to do? He, you know, well, he so, could go to he can work at Disneyland as a Mickey Mouse yeah, impersonator. That's very true. Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> those guys get paid pretty good money. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him being a commentator by any means. No, no, no one's going to listen to that fucking guy. So the the analyst is out the door, and he's still very talented. You know, he, he's still very explosive, but just UFC isn't it for you anymore, brother. And you're getting a lot of money for each fight, so. uh We'll take take you over to Bellator and we'll get somebody else in exchange. Okay, I like that. Dev, who you got, Ben? Um, this is probably going to be unpopular opinion, um, but I actually have a trade and a tradee. So who we would be getting in return? Maybe even two people in return. I love um, it. And I think the UFC should trade Jose Aldo. Okay, guess what? I have that on my list as well. I like he's that. Not, yeah, he's not going to fight for a title. He's a big name. They pay him tons and tons of fucking money. Why don't we trade him? To Risen, okay. fucking Horiguchi and Kai Asakura, give you both of them for okay. Jose Aldo. Guys, That's you just fought. Guys, and you... really, and really, really spice up the fucking problem. One, you know, one of the best divisions in the UFC. Okay. Um, imagine if if we got Horiguchi, and imagine if we got Asakura. We had him. We had him. We let him go. I know. We need him back, but we yep. ain't getting him back. Um, he's the champ now. Risen. He just, you know, yeah, he just won on. Imagine. Like, imagine a trilogy fight, you know, as a UFC main event. That'd bring tons of fucking money. Bring, you know, bring eyes to the sport from, from over there. Um, I think that'd be a, a solid trade. Um, gosh, I had another one on the tip of my tongue. Um, Mike Perry, another guy. Mike Perry, another guy that could definitely get traded. Um, yeah, no one I, wants him. 
No one wants Bellator. Yeah, no one really wants. I mean, Bellator. Bellator is itching for. Bellator names. would take him, but I mean, PFL is itching for names too. Yeah, yeah. And he is yeah, name. itching for names. Oh. If he could get his fucking shit together and get to one fifty five and go fight at fucking Bellator, you know, or even go fight, or even go fight in PFL, that might be a good outlet for him. Um, he really needs to get his shit together. He's a guy that's worth trading. And um, last but not least, I think the UFC should trade the women's featherweight and bantamweight champion Amanda Nunes. What? I think that they should dissolve both divisions, <laughs> get rid of Amanda Nunes, send her to Bellator. Wow. Bellator Amanda doesn't have a lot left in her career. She's talking about retiring. Get rid of her. Dissolve dissolve women's bantamweight because it's it's not worth a fuck watching. Dissolve women's fucking featherweight because it's already dissolved. It's non-existent. And let's fucking spice. Like you're cutting sixty people, but like why not fucking sp- why not spice up all these divisions or start a women's atom weight division? Well, they're gonna they're talking about that. Right. Dana just brought that up on the schmo. He wants like, to do it. He wants to. He they're putting feelers out there to see how many fem- you know. You got to have a, a lot tons. of yeah right. Uh, I can't get on board. I know you don't like Amanda Nunes. You have, you have, I feel like you hit on her one time and she's like, no, no, I don't like dick. I like pussy. Cause you have, you have it out for, um, listen, she's the greatest female fighter of all time. You can't trade her. You can't trade her. I don't think she pulls numbers, right? I I don't love that when she main events, I agree with you that there's not a lot. I mean, there's no talent at 145. They should get rid of 145. It's non-existent. 135. I I think there's some talented girls, but again, I think man is better than all of them. But not really. That one's, GDR, is at, GDR is at the end of her ropes. She's, she's old. Gone. She's an old dog. GDR, GDR is not fighting in two years. Yeah. She's gone. Neither is Amanda Nunes. She's not fighting in two years. I mean, she's she, fucked up. Like Nunes isn't fighting in two years because she doesn't want to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. G, GDR could as well. Yeah. Um, look at that. Holly Holm, she's not fighting forever. She's getting up. She might fight like, forever. I mean, she, seriously, she definitely um, doesn't have a future in dancing because that bitch does not cannot dance, and yet all I see her do is dancing. So I, yeah, I just I look at the, I look at the like future picture of every other division, and like every other division has a future, and I just look at women's one thirty five, and I look at women's. I mean, the fe- there's no future for featherweight, and I look at women's one thirty five, and I'm like, Amanda could go to Bellator, rematch Cyborg. Make a fuck ton of money and be their champ at 145. Not have to cut weight, live an easy fucking life, dissolve women's fucking bantamweight because there's no one there besides fucking Aspen Ladd and Juliana Pena and GDR. Cool, I don't give a shit about them. Let's fucking let's get a woman's at let's get a woman's atom weight division and let's spice up all the other divisions. Like to be fair, go ahead, best. Timbo. Go ahead. I, I would I would say straw weight is definitely the best division yeah. that they have yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. That's the and, that's the crown jewel. Yeah, so uh, the atom weight, I guess, would be cool. But I mean, who, I mean who's are, are them girls going to drop down? Is, is Joanna and Rose and them going to Michelle Watterson? Michelle Watterson fought her, her whole career there. before UFC at one hundred and five. Yeah, okay. all the tons and tons of my tons girl, and tons of my Asian girl, talent. my girl Kay Hansen. If she's watching, she's a one hundred and five or too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. There's, there's tons though. There's tons. Um. Uh, is her name? Is it? Is it? Is it Mizuki? Is it Mizuki Inoue? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking. There's, tons, there's just tons. Nailed it. You fucking nailed, nailed it, it Dev. Okay. Well, You've been practicing all week, and you went, "Oh, is it her?" Yeah, you um, nailed it. Also, look, bo- also look, boom me too. Yeah. What about haircut? Remember that girl we just called haircut? She probably can make. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. With that fucking short She's hair. Twenty-five, but she might Kyrgyzstan. 
I just think I don't know, man. I just don't think that I don't think there's a future at, at, at bantamweight or at one forty five in the UFC. Um, just the girls that are there, I don't really see a bright future for them. So I'm gonna agree. With, I'm gonna hands. agree with you on Noon or not Nunez, excuse me, Aldo. That's a nominee. Timbo, you got Marlon Marais. I think that's really great. I got Derek Lewis. <clears throat> so I can't put Nunez down. I just can't with a good contest. No, we cannot do that. So we got some other. I got a couple more written down here. I got Yaya Rodriguez. The guy's he's, talented, yeah. but he doesn't fight. Turns down fights. He's a huge fucking star. We can probably get someone great for him. And Trading then uh, for another him. one that people aren't going to like because they're going to think I turned my back on him, even though he was never my guy, is Tony Ferguson. I mean, Tony's done everything he can do oh, yeah. at, at, in UFC, and he's making a shit ton of money. Go Let him go to Bellator. There's some solid dudes at 145. I would absolutely love, and I'd come in my pants, if Bellator's like, we'll take Tony Ferguson, you can have AJ McKee. AJ McKee needs oh. to be in the UFC. He needs to be yeah. in the UFC. That dude is fucking very fucking good. He invented a submission and tapped out Darian Carwell, who's high, high level. Um, so those are the two I had. Yeah, you're Rodriguez, who is a 145er, and so is AJ McKee. They can swap out. Um, but what, what do you guys think? What do you, I just can't put Nunez. So any any you have anything else right now? I think Tony Ferguson is fair. Tony Ferguson, yeah. okay. Even yeah. Zabit. Zabit doesn't fight either. I almost, I almost added him, but... I do think Zabit's He's really good. talented. I like Yair. Like I feel like the 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 blueprint out there is to beat him, take him down. He has no ground game, right? Good stand up, cardio, pretty good. But you take him down, you can wear him out. Frank Yeager did yeah. the same thing with Jeremy Zabit, though. Zabit, there's so many. Un- he needs to fight. You're right, but there's so many questions. Like I want to see this guy fight the high level two, dudes. Two years, right? He hasn't fought in forever. And he has no cardio, so I want to see him five rounds against fucking Brian Ortega or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something Gosh, like that. Know. That would be fucking sick. All right, it's so rounds against Cater, right? Yep. Yeah. So, was it? Was it that long? He fought ago? three. He fought three rounds. It was a main event. Like I'm right. He, got, main event. he fought three rounds. Right. right. Yeah. He did, he he's never been five. Yeah. That was his last fight, man. And Cater and Cater really really started putting them on and. At the like, yeah, you know, right. Three minutes of the third. If there was two more rounds of that fight, you know, who knows how it went. That was a big. Yeah, that was his last fight in, in November. That was in 2008, 2019. 2019, November 2019. So yeah. fuck me. Jeez. Uh, all right. So next up, next award, I got a little sound clip for this one. It is the MMA Takes 2020. Um, let me uh, let me get situated here. 2020 Torpedo Award, which is the hardest fall from grace. Oof. I'm not mad. Nope. Sorry. Wrong clip. <laughs> Where are we at here? Oh, okay. It's, all right. Here we go. Hardest fall from grace, baby. So this is obviously self-explanatory. This is a Devin category. I I had a, I had a, I, no, I, you, you did. This was the one he pitched out. I, I had trouble with this category. I mean, obviously, there's some names out there I can put. I, I kind of reached on one. I'm going to nominate one that I think is going to be on everyone's list. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the obvious play here. I'm going to go the mainstream play. I mean, Tyron Woodley, guys. I mean, what? I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, Tyron Woodley yeah. is was a former champion. Even though he wasn't the most exciting champion, he still was a champion. He defended the belt several times. Even before that, he was winning fights against really good Bro. guys, and then he just stopped fighting. Like he just doesn't fight. Like he puts his back on the cage. Like, he fought Colby, who he fucking hated, and he did nothing yeah. besides that first round he looked a little more active. But other than that, he just he just sat in the back of the cage. I don't know what it is. It's like a mental thing. But that's a guy who, former champion, who I think might not be in the UFC for very much longer. 
Dude, he should be on the trade list too for 100%. Yeah, he, he could be on the trade list 100%. I just don't think because he's 37. I don't know how many people we they would get for him. He went from starching Darren Till to just getting. Don't bring that up. You didn't got to. You didn't got to bring that up, man. He lost five rounds in a row. Got embarrassed by Usman. Got embarrassed again by Gilbert, and then just got embarrassed again by Colby Cummington. Like he's he's dropped 15 rounds in a row. Yeah. Like tw- like bad. Like and he's been embarrassed in all of them. Yeah, and and, and even I mean, so, I don't. I, I definitely think he fights again. Yeah, he will. Yeah, but but who? You know, like at this point, Jesus Christ, Nate Diaz. I would like a Nate Diaz fight him. I would like a Nick Diaz fight actually. Rematch Robbie Lawler. Tyron Woodley is still ranked sixth, which to me is fucking. He should be Jeff Neal, who just lost to Stephen Thompson, had a hell of a performance. Should fucking be higher than Tyron Woodley, based on performance wise. I mean, Tyron Woodley's done nothing. Um. Yeah. Who, I mean, listen. Like, Tyron's said. Like, I got. I know. I have to fight my way back up. So he's obviously willing to fight guys who, um, are below him. I mean, I would love to see a Chamaya fight. Obviously, I yeah. think Chamaya yeah. would be a fun fight. I think a rematch with Robbie Lawler, since he kind of, to me, that was. I mean, Robbie Lawler's washed, but that that knockout to me at the time was a little. I mean, who the fuck Tyron Willie doesn't really knock anybody out anymore. So that'd be a, that'd be a good one. But yeah, Tyron Willie, I think, has to be at the top of your list. Who do you guys got? Let me take it, Dev. Yeah. This one is, uh, you know, it sucks to say, but this is undoubtedly, in my in my opinion, the biggest fall from grace in the past year. Yeah. Max Holloway. Whoa. Hey, Dev, do Dude. not cry. Go ahead. Max Holloway went from being the champ, fighting for a second belt, to losing for that second belt, mm-hmm. losing his belt, and then trying to get his belt back and lose it again. He's lost three out of four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talk about, you know, we talk about a fall from race. You talk about a torpedo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Tyron Woodley, that's a, that's a great example as well because he was top of the top, top of the mountain, multi-time defending welterweight champion. And then you got Max Holloway, multi-time defending featherweight champion. And then you lose three out of four, bro. And, like, then it's like, what now? You know, were you going to fight this guy for the third time that just beat you twice? Are you going to go? Dev? Good He's still man eventing, though. He's man eventing against Calvin Cater next. And you're stoked to see it. You said you're happy to see the fight. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I love seeing the fight. Um, but talking about a fall from grace, dude, he was. He's not getting embarrassed, though. He was, he was fighting, but that's the, but he was fighting to be a double champ. And now you're, yeah. a, now you're a loser. Now you're not even, like, you, you tried to get your belt back and you didn't. So and that's that's a huge fall from grace as far as being at the very top fighting for a double championship. That is the definition of fall from grace. I I'm staying quiet because I know this is Devin's guy, and I want to see the claws come out on Dev. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a bad choice. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> he, he arguably he arguably beat Volkanovski's main eventing against against Calvin Cater, and you were excited about that. Um, so it's not like Tony Ferguson where he's where he's getting completely killed, you know, he gets, he's dominated in the striking. And then the next fight, he gets completely dominated in the grappling department. Um, something where he's supposed to be good. It's, it's nothing like that. Tony Ferguson is looking like he's never going to win a fight again. Max Holloway is probably going to be favored to beat Calvin Cater. He is, he is favored to beat him. I just, I actually just looked it up before we left, uh, before we went live. I think Tony Ferguson would be a much better a much better play as a fall from grace. Like, is that your choice? 
Um, he's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Another one too. Um, another one is Marlon Marais. Um, That's a good yeah, one Marlon, too. Yeah. Yeah. Marlon went from fighting for a title, winning, and then and then Henry Cejudo comes back. Not to mention his highlight, you know, his his highlight, multiple highlight wins leading up to the fight with Henry, mm-hmm. and then gets starched by Henry. It's a good pick. And then gets starched by fucking Sanhagen, and then gets starched by a jab from Rob Font. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, hang Rob on, hang on. Rob Font's good. But he got hit by like, a lot more. Than, he got rocked by a jab, but he also he also took some fucking shots. Yeah, he was the problem before that. Yeah, he's fucking took some bombs. Argue with that, death. Like that was was Ferguson and Marias. That in order to fall from grace, you have to be in grace. You have to be like the best, and they weren't the best. Like Tony Ferguson's never like. Speed was always the best. This is why I love this is because we all interpreted it differently. This is the best. Tim's thinking like, oh, this dude's a fucking champ. He's falling down. Devin and I, I I agree with Tim too, though, but Devin and I are both going on hype, like the guys that had the hype. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without people talking about Tony Ferguson's 12-fight win streak over fucking Lando Venata, you know what I mean, and the interim champ. But what Tim's saying is, is Max was favored to beat Volkanovski both times. And he was favored, and, and he was favored to be Poirier, yes, and you know what I mean. And so I, I, I love the debate. I feel, I love, it. I feel it. I okay. Get it. All right, well, there you go. Because you said it was a bad take. So. Yeah, he did say it was a bad pick. He's, he's gonna and he's gonna he's gonna text afterwards and be like that's fucking bullshit. Max is bull. Listen, Max is doing okay though. It's fuck. Have you, you guys seen his chick that he's got with him? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's a surfer too. Yeah, she's pro surfer or whatever. She's she's a good looking woman. All right, I love the I love the Marais, Marlon Marais. Our boy Matt is still with us. He said Tony is his pick. He likes the Tony Ferguson one. So we're gonna have a nomination of Max Holloway from Timbo. I'm gonna nominate Marlon Marais from Devin because I agree with that one. I mean, this is a guy who was knocking everyone out. I mean, he knocked yeah, Aljo out, right? That's and and then he hasn't looked good at all. Um, I'm going to go with Tyron Willie because that's the, the obvious one. So we need one more. We could add Tony Ferguson. Devin, you got another one? I got two more I could throw out there, but go ahead and give me yours. Let me, you do one and I'll do one. Uh, I was going to say Macy Barber. Yes. Because, I mean, she was a minus 1,000 favorite. And, yeah, she there. blew out her knee, and we can all, we can you know, all that shit. But this is a girl who was – she wanted to break John Jones' youngest champion record, got embarrassed by Roxy. And then it hasn't really heard much from her since. I mean, I know she's repairing her knee, but still, when Connor's repairing his knee, that dude fucking still talks shit. So, yep, yeah, she, she even the way that I mean that was another way another thing that was also pretty disgusting too. The way she handled that, yeah, she didn't she handle, handle it well. Yeah, she didn't handle well. Who do you, you got? Know, um, your other I've got so I'm, I'm torn between two. One of them being JDS, okay. major fall from you know oh, stardom. He, he should be traded too. Yeah, that'd be a good um, trade. He should stop. He should stop. Seriously, yeah. you're not lying. Yeah, you're a nice guy, JD. You could he could probably get into like you know the Brazilian side of broadcasting. He's a fucking sure. smiley guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, him. right? He seems like a nice Great dude. But um, I'm gonna go with Anthony Smith. I had him too, oh, dude. I had him too. Yeah, I had him. Written. That was my other one. Yeah, spitting out fucking teeth against spitting out teeth against fucking Glover. Coming out having a great first round, and then you know you get you ended up spitting out your teeth towards the end of the fight. There, that was one of the worst beatings I've seen in all of them. And made I was pretty bad. Um, and and then and then you just go out and against rackets, and you just like don't fight. 
You got you got taken down and out grappled by a guy who's a striker. So that's I mean, come on. He's coming off a first round first round submission window. So we can't really put it. And that's another thing too. When I put Anthony Smith down, it's it's because I I liked him, and then he 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 started being trash. Now he's coming off a pretty good win. I mean, I know it was against you know whoever, but right. But you know, so you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go nominate Max Holloway. I'm gonna go Tyron Woodley. I'm gonna go Marlon Rice and. The chat's involved. I'm going to go Tony Ferguson. I mean, Tony yeah. Ferguson's such a fall yeah. from grace. You know what I mean? That's 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 a really good uh, a name. I, this name I didn't even think of because I had him in the other category. Um, but that that's that's a really good nominee is, is Tony Ferguson. All right. Let's go to the Underdog Award. Uh, biggest Underdog Upset. You guys probably are familiar with this jingle. So there was some, a lot of good underdogs this year. Um, you know, I pretty much hit all of them. <laughs> uh, that's what I do. Uh, not really. Um, so my obviously the record break a record breaking underdog happened this year. I'm not going to throw her out. That's Shana Dobson. I'm actually going to go out and say Roxy. Yeah. Roxy over yeah, Macy. Uh, Roxy hasn't really. I mean, she's been up and down in her career. She's been she's been in the sport forever. Going out there and dominating Roxy or excuse me Macy Barber like that, where no one gave her a chance, including myself. Um, she's got to be my nominee. I think that was great. Um, Shannon Dobson looked good. She up. She had a huge upset, but again, Shannon Dobson's like four and five in the UFC. I can't with a good conscience nominate her. Um, and I don't know Roxy's number uh, off the. Head. She had to have been in the eight hundreds if Macy was a thousand. Yeah. So uh, my nominee is Roxy Montefiore, and she just seems like the nicest fucking person. So yeah. let's let's throw a bone there, boys. Okay, Devin probably wants to throw throw the bone in his pants, but uh, Dev, go ahead and uh, tell me who uh, who your pick is. Um, it's coming from the guy that texted me about huh? a boy's boner an hour ago. I didn't say anything about a boner. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I said I said I'm prepping. I said I'm prepping boner boy. I called you a boner boy. Oh, I thought you said you had a boy's boner. What? Um, neither would have. Neither would have. would have surprised me. Got um, a goddamn bat. Go ahead. Uh, um, so I was really torn between two because both of them had stunning fucking performances. Um, number one, I'm gonna say Brian Ortega. Okay. Did not expect him to come out and look like that against Korean Zombie. Right. Um, not at all. I did. That's why I have this yeah. bad boy. <laughs> Ooh, get him, get him! Yeah, Tim knew he was gonna come out and put on a striking clinic against uh, against Korean Zombie. He knew it. Um, <laughs> um, that was to me. I found that really, really impressive. Um, the other one's obvious. I'm gonna let Tim go, so I don't take his if it is his. Um, but the other one was was obvious, and Brian and I both nailed it too. We both um, suspected that his opponent's record was a little suspect. And we knew the person was going to win by knockout. That was my that's my other pick. I'm not going to say the name though. Go ahead, Dev. You or Tim, you say because I don't know who's talking about. Cheeto, baby. Ah, oh, no. that's a great one. That's a great one. Oh, that's a goddamn that's a good one. <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about, Dev. Like, that's what I thought because when he said, "That's what I thought he was talking about too." And then when he said oh. me, I'm like, "Wait a second, I didn't pick fucking Cheeto." Justin Gaethje, bro. Justin Gaethje against Tony Ferguson. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I actually put Jan Blahovich over Dominic Reyes because both you guys me nailed too. that too. Um, I didn't have that. I had Reyes, but both you guys picked on the podcast. At least you picked uh, Jan. He was like two fifty five, plus two fifty five. Yeah. 
my favorite underdog, you know, and Cheeto Vera, that, that was my favorite moment of the year. But um, <laughs> I didn't pick him. You know, I didn't, I didn't pick Cheeto. But oh, my favorite wow. underdog pick that I had this year was, no doubt, my man Andre Avlowski beating Tanner Bozer. Okay. Um, I thought that was <laughs> – well, I mean, impressive win. My, and the guy Dan Martin chiming in. Diego Sanchez was Michael Pereira. That's actually funny because Michael Pereira was dominating, and then Diego's yeah. like, "Wait, if if he need me in the head and I quit, do I win?" They're like, "Yeah." He's like, "I can't see you, fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck you." That was a huge upset, though. That was a big, big upset. Bonus. He got his yeah. win bonus. Diego Sanchez. A lot of people don't talk about it. Smart, smart country. <laughs> Um, Andre lost here with Tanner Bozer. That's a good one, Timbo, because you are I mean, you are a fucking you're a pitbull guy. Yeah, no doubt. Like he's he's definitely like a top five fighter of mine, just for longevity and just how awesome he used to be. And the fangs, bro, like the fangs are fucking awesome. That's a dope mouthpiece. That thing's dope. Yeah, it's um, classic. But and then in that same time, Tanner Bozer was coming off two knockout wins. Mm-hmm. You know, he was building some momentum, and everybody thought he's about to go in there and shoot the old dog in the back of the barn. And Andre mm-hmm. Lasky said. Fuck that. I, I was extremely confident in that fight. I had Bozier like three different ways. I had him in a parlay, yeah. had him straight up, and then I had him the knock Orlowski out just because yeah. of how good he looks. So, yeah. Uh, Orlowski's that's, that's a good pride win for him. And, yeah. Um, also, he, you know, he just said, fuck that. I'm going to keep getting my half a million dollar checks yeah. from this fight. I'm going to keep casting these fucking checks, dude. You me that much so. him and uh john annick's kids go to school together which is funny so he lives you know john annick makes millies right millies yeah. millies so they're living in like the same area in florida andre lasky's and he's married he's probably got a banging wife you know oh, that no, guy that guy's doing a okay star in the locker room years ago in a, in one of the when in an earlier event he, he had like a star in the in the locker room yeah with them hanging out this guy fucks this guy's always been yeah, fucking i remember the famous tim tim sylvia him had a rivalry hot mm. chick broke up with orlowski broke up with her she started dating tim sylvia like oh, that's right. just to yeah. get back at orlowski and one of ariel hawani's first interviews where it kind of made him famous was uh arrow asked him about that and andre's like ask him how my pp tastes and that's like the, the <laughs> best fucking com- like what is tim Silva gonna do tim Silva is some fucking fat obese like cop in maine right now like that guy's just like oh, no, he's getting go funded me man you remember that because- yeah with yeah. his arm because his, his arm was broken up. and the ufc wouldn't pay for it it's like well you haven't fought in the ufc in like 30 years <laughs> and they probably offered to fix it and you're like no i gotta keep fighting and right, the dork like, wars belt in the clubs, like that guy, fucking what a joke. Um, and any names? I mean, I got I threw out Yon. I got Fabricio Redoom over Gustafson. That was a hit that I hit this year. Oh, that, that was huge, that yeah. was in the threes, like plus three twenty five. I think is what it was. Shannon Dobson broke the record, but again, we I talked about that earlier. But I still feel comfortable adding her because I mean, I mean that's just I mean, the Vegas got it yeah. wrong essentially. That wasn't really. I mean, it was an upset. I didn't pick Shanna, but like to me, that's not like the record well, before that was well, Matt Sarah well, over GSP. Like Matt Sarah over GSP was shocking the world. If I told if I told a buddy of mine who who watches UFC casually and I go, "Hey, uh, Shanna Dobson just had the biggest upset this weekend," he'd go, "Who? Who gives a fuck? Who, what, 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 was she the first sure. fight of the night? Like who? Who cares?" So no disrespect to Shannon, Mrs. Dobson, but I can't add her. So I'm gonna go Roxy. I'm gonna go Ortega for Dev. I'm going to go Cheeto for Timbo, and it's either between AA, Werdum, or Jan Blahovich. I actually Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje as well. I want to say, I, gotta, I, think, I think it's Jan as well because he won the fucking yeah. title, right? And he yeah. embarrassed Dom Reyes. Dom Reyes got put on fucking skates. 
And it sucks because Tim had a lot of money on that as well. A lot of money. Let's not talk about it. A lot next. of money. Next. This is, uh, this is I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in the world. Okay? So I got a little sound clip for this. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So obviously this is going to be our personal um, fighters that just disappointed you. They could have won. You could have lost money on them. You could have won money on them. You could have been a fan of them. and Or you could have really had high hopes for them. Or in your head you thought they were better than they were. You can go a lot of different ways with this. We all can interpret it differently. I'm going to kick it off. We've talked about this guy a lot tonight. I'm not mad at him. I'm just disappointed in Dom Reyes. Um, a guy who I, I didn't back. I obviously didn't bet him in the John Jones fight. I picked him to beat Jan. I, I think I probably had him in a parlay, but I, I didn't bet him straight up. But this is a guy who carried himself with so much confidence. He convinced himself and some idiot people out there, Dev, that he beat John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you know and then he goes in the Blahovich fight where I know the fight came together kind of on short notice and, and Jan the Polish power he even before he got knocked out he did nothing in that fight like he absolutely looked so out of sorts now he's fighting another guy Yuri Prohaska who is my guy um mm-hmm. so I gotta go with that I'm not mad at him I do think he's talented we'll, we'll see how he goes with the ref's career but I'm just disappointed just disappointed with him so that's gonna be my pick right there boys how about it Go ahead, yeah. take, take it, brother. You got it, brother. I'm, I'm yeah. still, uh, I'm still thinking about this one. Still yeah. thinking. Uh, the, that it just kind of goes into like the fall of grace thing for me. Like guys that had a, it's a similar award. It's a similar award. You're right. I, I, I was just, um, I'm not Tony Ferguson is a big disappointment for me. I'm not a big Tony Ferguson fan, um, and I never really thought his record was all that great. But he is a guy that really did disappoint me. Um, just the way, just the way that he carried himself after the Gaethje fight, you know. And then he definitely was kind of overlooking Charles Oliveira. I feel like, and he just got embarrassed in two different realms. He got embarrassed in, in the striking from Justin Gaethje, and then he just get embarrassed in the grappling by Charles Oliveira. That's just a big disappointment. I really um, thought you were going to say Daniel Rodriguez because he lost that split to Dolby. Nicholas Dolby and that, that's a disappointment on the judges. And that and that was what Tim sealed the win on your guys. That was when I had my baby. You guys had to pick him. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, and Dolby swooped it up. He was the underdog play. That was a bullshit. That was a bullshit call. <laughs> we we know that. Two of the three of us think that's a bullshit. That was a bullshit uh, call. Tony Ferguson. Timbo, you got any I can throw some names out there, Timbo. I got two more. Um honestly, I mean I'm trying, I'm trying to not recycle the same names that we use. Right, before. it's hard because I mean, listen, a lot of the, a lot of these fucking guys can fall in these categories. Let's be honest. Yeah, Max Rokoff could have probably been in every single fucking one of these. That fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Washcloth. Yeah, washcloth. God damn it, Deb. <laughs> I had Jose Aldo as mine, and uh, you know that could be in the fall from grace as he, well. As he just he just had a nice little victory though, but yeah, that would I mean yeah. that's a good one. I don't hate that one. In the in the Peter Yan fight, that was just so, like, what you know when you think of Jose Aldo from ten years ago, and you just think about this fucking buzzsaw yeah. that is just coming at you, and it's like insane. And then like he was on the ground, like it yeah. was just pathetic I to know. watch. Yeah, it was it was, it was hard to watch. I agree with you. Um, you know, he didn't look great in just Cheeto Vera. Like that's you know you just think about what he used to be and then what he is now. Like he fucking smashed grappling years ago. Um, he smashes, you know, Marlon Marais. You know, look at Marlon Marais. Look at what he, how shitty he's been, and 
you know, he lost to Marlon Marais, you know, uh, granted it was, it was controversial, but you know, old, the old Jose fucking finishes him first round, leg kicks done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's disappointing to see. Wasn't this, this is disappointing, right? This is, this is, I'm not, you're not mad at him. You're just oh yeah. I'm just disappointed. Just yeah. disappointed. I'm not mad at him, man. And he's still making his money. I, right. I, I never think we should say, Hey, you know, you need to stop fighting because these are people. Listen, you make your money. Right. Well, apparently, apparently, though, like I, I don't know, but apparently, his burger joint in Brazil like kills it. Like he's, he he's he, yeah, he's he's making money. Uh, he does loves fighting. I remember years ago he was going to retire for MMA and go right the boxing. He went to box. Hmm. Don't know happened to that. That's that's a good one. Um, I got uh, Deron Wynn written down here. Oh yeah. This is a guy who I had high hopes for. Oh, Mini yeah. DC coming in. Yeah, he's tiny. And then I just can't get him right, right? I was all over him, and then he barely beat Eric Spicely. And then I was all over him, and he fucking lost to Jared Marscart. Then I was all over him, he lost to Darian Stewart. And then I was fucking against him, I faded him, and then he dominates Arroyo. So this is a guy who I'm not mad at. I'm just disappointed because I can't get him right. And then the last one for me was DC. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like DC a lot. I didn't want to add him on this. You know, I'm... I'm being from Ohio, I'm not a steep guy. People think I am, but you know, that's Cleveland, Cincinnati. He's not from Cincinnati. I don't give a fuck about him. Um uh and uh I just uh this is a good one actually. Sorry, my my train of thought here. Dan showed up. MMA media talking smack about the UFC during the events during the pandemic. The MMA media, we're not mad at you, we're just disappointed. That's a really oh, good one. Absolutely. Because they yeah. fucking threw every goddamn single person of the UFC, the fighters, everyone under the bus. And Trent Reinsmith from Bloody Elbow, he's still writing shit. Like okay. here, here are the seventy-four fighters that tested positive for COVID, and I went, okay, how many died? Yeah, and, that guy's terrible. Well, I mean, how many died? You know what I mean? Like, listen, I'm not downplaying COVID. I think it's serious. If you got to wear a mask, you're not going to catch me on fucking World Star going. I'm not wearing a mask. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll wear a mask. I don't fucking care. But also, it's like these are professional athletes. It's a disease that no one knows enough about. Everyone handles it differently, right? And uh, and I think you constantly keep writing the same shit over and over again. And you're getting you're one of the select few who are getting paid to cover this sport. We're us three right now. We're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this of our own free will, our own free times. We fucking love this sport. We love just talking about it. This is a guy that gets paid for it, and he just wants the clicks. That's a really good pick. I'm gonna write that down too. I might I might add that. Uh, I'm, I, I need number to think one, about dude, that guy yeah. Trent Ryan Smith. He's I don't know if you ever listened to any of his content. I never I don't like, even I don't even know what he looks like. I've never even heard his voice. I know you used to listen to his articles. He's read, I terrible, read his articles, yeah. Dude, he's got a terrible podcast where it's just like it sounds like he's in a bucket on Buddy oh, Elbow. Yeah. He sounds like he's in a bucket. Blue Daddy probably. All he does is imagine a show with your wife or your girl complaining the whole show that's to him. you about stuff that you need to do around your your home that's what his show is essentially it's him just fucking complaining about just every little thing complaining about every little thing that's involved with it with the ufc or dana white um he's just always got a fucking bone to pick with everybody and the way he's with the coronavirus, I think coronavirus is serious. I don't fucking want it. I don't want to die from it. Nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to get sick, obviously. But at the same time, like, these people got to eat. These people got to make money. Yeah, right. Contracts got to get, you yeah. know, contracts need to be upheld. You know, the, the ball's got to keep rolling. Maybe we got to change the shape of it, but it's still got to keep and fucking rolling. What's crazy is, is I know everyone 
most of the people in the media they do not like Dana White. Dana White is one of those lightning bolt figures where people don't like him. I get it, right? But what he did, what he said was right. The UFC showed the world you can put on sports. After the UFC came back, what happened? NBA went to a bubble. Baseball yep. came back. Football had a good season. A couple games got moved, but no games got canceled. College basketball, which March Madness got canceled, they're back now. College football had a season, albeit a different season. Now, obviously, I don't attribute that all to Dana White. I'm not that naive. But he was the one that said, listen, we're going to show you that you can fucking do this. Yeah. And this is a this is a sport where guys are li- and girls are literally rolling around in each other's sweat to train for a fight. Right. When you play football, you can wear a mask. Guys wear masks when it's cold. Like you can wear a mask on the football field. Um, I know it's probably uncomfortable, but you can't. In MMA, I mean, you kind of can, but not really. And so I, you know, that's a really good. Uh, Dan Martin brought that up. That's a really good thing. MMA media, and it's not even that I'm mad. I am mad at them. So it's like I'm mad. I'm disappointed. I think you guys are fucking scumbags. Um, but that's a good one, Timbo. You got something? Well, and especially, you know, the, the paid guys like the Trent Rainsmith guys, yeah. like these guys are paid and here they are, you know, putting it, you know, putting it in such negative right. light. Like, bro, this is how you eat. Right. So, like, and know, that's what Dana said. Dana's like, if there were no fights, then what would you be talking about? They'll be talking about how, yeah, I don't get it. I don't, I don't really get how like, some of the Ben folks guys who, who's a very witty writer, um, Chad Dundas, some of these other guys, that old MMA junkie guys that went to the athletic and the athletic got shut down because no one's paying to listen to these fucking dinosaurs. Um, or at least the, the athletic MMA division got shut down. But it's like you make your money off this and every media member sticks up for other media members. They'll never have each other. They'll always stick up for the guy. If Dana White tears into a guy, no matter what that guy said, the media member goes, Dana White's such a hack, blah, blah, blah. But it's the fact that you guys are so soft and it's just, it's not even about politics, not even about personal preference. It's like you're writing this because the core group of MMA fans are going to attack you. Trent Reinsmith, if he's watching this right now, he's jerking his dick. He loves that we're talking about him. He yeah. fucking loves it because he has a job because he's writing these articles. And that's why he keeps writing them. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to a happier topic. Oh, real quick, I do want to add two more people. Go ahead. I kind of, kind yeah, of yeah, it on right. Um, not mad, just disappointed. Justin Gaethje, I granted, I know you fought Khabib, dude, but mm-hmm. I'm disappointed yep. in your performance that was pathetic 100 i agree with that yeah that was a pay-per-view yeah um secondly a guy who i've always been really big on boy it's just it's very hard to be big on him still kevin lee and when he fought Charles <laughs> i know i know dude but he's so good he was he, he has the out. potential but at some time at some point dude potential has to start paying off like you can't be that young guy forever because eventually you're just not going to be young anymore and then you're just going to be not good right and he's always been like oh he's got so much potential he's got so much potential but at some point you got to start having this payoff and when charles Oliveira fucking guillotined him and then he tapped and then kept trying Bro. to fight mm-hmm. that was like I am that's mad. dirty shit so, that's dirty not, shit at that but he uh you know he still has the ability to be did champion. did him getting a helmet tattooed on the back of his head help you at all uh, no not at all, not <laughs> at all. he has <laughs> just really poor decision making skills that's his number one problem he has poor decision making skills he needs like a like a mental coach died yeah that that hurts his coach his, his, his robert falls died out and robert falls was a great Coach that really got into your head and was close with guys. He didn't coach a ton of people. He started with Couture and Chael Sun and, all, and Dan Henderson. And he was a guy that really got in, in, in people's heads. And Kevin Lee, like Devin said, like this guy needs a guy that really wrangle men. 
Faraz is a great coach, but Faraz is also coaching like fucking 400 guys. Like the guy doesn't have enough time to walk, you know, baby walk this guy all the time. Um, I agree though. Kevin Lee though is, I think he's a really talented guy. I really do. I think there's some like his knockout of Gregor Lepsey was, I mean, Gregor Lepsey's a fucking stud. The guy, he like retired him. Like Lepsey hasn't fought since. And um, awesome performance. It, re- it really was. And in, in, uh, I-, I agree with that. All right, let's go to a little happier category. The tw- I don't have a sound cl- a clip for this. The MMA Takes 2020 Twitter Fingers Awards. Best social media players out there, right? So I said Twitter Fingers, but you can do Instagram. Deb, I know yeah. you like Instagram more than Twitter. Um, I have three solid names on here. I'm going to go with my guy, Darren Till. I oh, feel man. like... I feel like he killed it this year with with the raw dog stuff and 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 just trolling people on on Twitter uh, on Instagram like talking about how he's gonna fucking shag people's you know women or whatever like that's what they say in England and then he sent Colby a, a DM about like some guy like literally shitting like it was just like shit coming out of his ass or something like that <laughs> like that shit is really funny like um, Darren Till a guy like I've seen other people really like. I don't, I don't think Darren Till's that funny. I think he's childish. Well, get a fucking sense of humor, okay? Yeah, um, so Darren Till's going to be my guy. Who do you guys got? Well, to comment on that, I will say, dude, Darren Till's social media presence has literally flipped his yeah. like, my opinion on him because I did not like him. Like, back when he was fighting like Tyron Woodley and getting fucking knocked the hell out, um, I did not like Darren Till at all. Right. And then because he didn't – he didn't uh, he didn't show that side of himself. The side that he shows on social media with like his humor mm-hmm. and like how like lighthearted and funny he could be. He never showed that prior to no. Him You're right. Media. Yeah, I was like a prick. Like I, I, he was always I, like he was honest, but he's always like intense too, and yeah. he was very confident in himself. So he yeah, came off a little egotistical. But then when you yeah. get on social media, like he like I've heard like when I start following Darren Till. I heard he's like the funniest guy in the room. Like he's 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 a nut. Like he's just he is who he is. And I have some friends that I I really really I like because of the way they think. Like they don't give a fuck about whatever someone else says. They they are who they are, and I, and I respect that. And you're right. Yeah. It really came out <clears throat> on social media. I think his social media glow up, and that that speaks volumes because you didn't like him, mm-hmm. and you're like now I kind of fuck with him because he's kind of funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I root for him every fight now. I think he's yeah. cool as shit. Um. But I'll go next as far as the Twitter fingers and Colby Covington. Okay. Okay. He's a winner. Career by by you know his presence yeah. on social media and his character that he's developed. In. I hate it, um, but you're right. I mean, cool. it's great. <laughs> it's it. great. I it's hate so it so awesome. much. I hate it so much. <laughs> of 2019 with him and Usman, but that's what, that's when it really started to blow up. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, he carried it over into his fight with Woodley this year. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he made that fight a lot bigger than what it should have been. Because yeah. he, by that time, everybody knew Tyron Woodley was fucking done, mm-hmm. but Colby just upped his shit talking. And, uh, you know, obviously he definitely played into the Trump thing and, and, and obviously race issues coming to that. Yeah. And that people want to fight. That made people want to see him get his Woodley fucking. Yeah. Out. And yeah, clearly it happened, but I, I'd like to see because I think that was actually a fight night, if I'm not mistaken. That was it was, yeah, team. it was, yeah. Sure, numbers yeah. on it. So Kobe, uh, he definitely he get he, he moves he the needle. Did, moves the needle, absolutely. Like there's an old saying with Howard Stern: more people back when Howard Stern was like the you know the shock jock, shock jock. more yeah. people listened to him that hated him, just because mm-hmm. they wanted to fucking listen to him to hate him. 
Yeah. Um, so that's like Colby. They want to watch him get knocked out. And then, you know, it has, I mean, Usman kind of did, but not, I mean, I'm an Usman guy, but like he fucking dominated Woodley. And he's, <clears throat> and everyone that knows, that knows Colby is he's completely different. Like he's like a cool dude. So he's putting on an act. That's why I don't like it. It's, it doesn't endear yeah. me, but uh, you got any more Timbo or Dev? What do you got, Dev? Let's see. Let's hear Dev yeah. over there. Um, I, obviously, Darren Till is number one. Um, I don't think Darren Till is the most talented fighter, but he's definitely absolutely fucking hilarious on social That's media. Funny. His huh. social media presence is hilarious. He sent like a DM to Colby. Like, I think the, the one with the shit started off like him saying like, great job. I'm a big yeah, fan of your right, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He baited him into something, and then he and then he's like, "Just kidding!" And then just sends right, him like, "Hey, we should train right. together sometime." And he just and Colby's yeah. like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." And then it's just a fucking giant dude taking a, I mean, a third like a heavy shit. When Mike huh. Perry was looking for another cornerman, yeah, um, that was great too. Yeah, that shit. Um, imagine if they would have brought the Cam Soda girls in for that to like wipe him off with the towel and shit. Right. That'd have been great too. Um. Uh, Kevin Holland has a pretty good uh, has a pretty good uh, Twitter yeah, and social but, media. But you know game. what? You know he does. But you know what? His manager runs it. Oh no shit! Yeah, they did an interview. Uh, John Anik said it. Like really? some, yeah, some fan was like, oh, or it, it was on the Anik and Florian podcast. I think um, the 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 Ian Parker guy who does the picks was like, dude, Kevin Holland tweeted at me like they were they were trying to get him on that Bilal Muhammad show that they do, and Kevin Holland tweeted at him, and, and that Ian Parker guy was all excited. And John Anik's like, yeah, I talked to him about it. His manager runs his social media, and it's like, oh, because he's good, because it's good, right? Like I follow him now, and and, and he's, you know, uh, he throws it out there. But yeah, he apparently doesn't like social media all that much, so that kind of sucks. But he is yeah. his manager, whoever it is, is pretty good. That yeah, does suck. Um, yeah, Darren Till is like the number one. He really, um, after his fight with with Jorge, I think he realized I have to do things a little bit different. Um, including the way I carry myself and stuff like that. And he had a big time mental change. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's good for him. Um, I think that the way he handles his social media, he's now setting himself up for a future outside of MMA, potentially just with his personality oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. He'll be, um, he'll be cause M- England, like they do so much on the production side with like guys talking about fighting. He'll, he'll be okay. BT sport. You know, yeah, right. BT Sport. They they do some great stuff. Uh, no, a guy that I, I thought Tim would bring up is John Jones. John Jones is fucking ruthless on Twitter. He's on your list. Yeah, he's fucking ruthless. Like he's not the funniest guy. He's not trying to be that though. dude. Will cut you down, and it's facts. Like what he did with what you sent. Was that you that sent that about DC? That was me. Yeah. yeah. Like that's I'm not your rival. That, I'm your superior. That's the hardest thing to come bro. back from is fucking. It's deep with DC, bro. He cuts deep. Yeah, DC and and He's DC. A- the worst thing DC ever said was he, they were on the stage and DC says, "I'm looking for a man to be my equal. Be my equal, John." And John just big brother him twice. And now DC, like besides Stepe, which was again like friendlier. DC's got to stay retired knowing that he'll never beat John. Throw out the steroids. I don't give a shit about that. Uh, I know they took one away from him when he knocked him out. They took that one away, but um, that's got to that's hurt. And then the guy can just cut you like that. He's so, he's so, and the thing is, he's not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's, and he might, he, he, and the, he has like a gimmick or an image he's trying to portray 
Um, whatever. I don't know if that's really who he is. The religious but, stuff. He needs to cool. He needs to be the villain. I think we've talked about this. Yes. Quit being, I read the Bible. You know, I got the Bible verse in my chest. Quit being, you know, you can say you can thank God and all that stuff after you win, but be the fucking villain, dude. Be the, the, the guy who was like, dude, I had a weekend of cocaine. I beat you the next weekend. Like that shit is, that's what I like. And I don't like John Jones that much. He needs to be that. And the, and the thing that Dev sent us uh, back when him and uh him and DC were going at it, and I think that was the first time. I, th- I think it was the first time when he said, uh, hey, Pussy, are you still there? Was that yeah. the first yeah, fight? That was the first fight. Yeah, yeah. Either way, that was on my birthday. So, oh, was it? That's a I was at birthday. the outlet mall. My phone's blowing up. Maybe this is a million years ago. I looked down, and my buddy's like, dude, they just got in a fight. They fucking DC threw a shoe at Jones, and now they're going on ESPN. I'm like, what? And I was like probably like an hour away from Cincinnati. I was getting like no service. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, dude, we got it. Like, we drove to a Chipotle so I can get on the Wi-Fi and watch it. He's fucking, he's cursing them out. He's fucking saying every curse word on the sun. They start fighting on the stage. And yeah. then as soon as they get to the thing, John goes, I just want to apologize oh, no, to the guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like, dude, he's like, you fake bitch. He's, he's like, he knows how to turn it on, dude. Like his PR people, because you know he had a, he has a PR guy that young. After he wrecked that Bentley that the UFC bought him, the UC oh, yeah. hired him a PR person. was like, you're going to be doing a lot of interviews. We need you to be, you know, we're going to train you. And that PR person was great because that's what that's what fucking DC said. He's like, man, you're you fucking know how to turn it on. I'll give you credit. Well, it's, and this is getting off topic. But with John Jones, like Dana White had said that you know he could have been the Michael Jordan of the UFC, which is absolutely true, and in my opinion, he is. But what he meant by that is like he could have been the Connor before Connor, yeah. just as far you know the right. superstar because John like. John Jones isn't touching Conor McGregor as far as in ratings or or just publicity. He has two or like two that. brothers that are Super Bowl champions. Yeah, he's crazy yeah. athletic. He's good looking. He yeah. if he came out and was the his original self from the beginning, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and he's and, uh, not to mention he's the greatest fighter of all time. So yeah. I mean, if you're good and you like Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather is my opinion the best boxer of all time. But he's, his mm-hmm. fights aren't that exciting. Like he's not he's not a knockout guy. But right. the way he talked his shit, right? Everything else is. Everything else yeah. is perfect. He knocked everything else. And he never perfect. lost. People people wanted to see him lose. And he's like, I don't fucking lose. So that's good. Another guy I wanted to bring up. You guys are going to disagree with me. I know fucking Devin's going to probably throw up. But listen, Izzy Adesanya is not doing too bad, boys. <laughs> Dev? Dev? Uh, Dev? Dev? I don't know. No, hey, you, what? Jones killed, Jones killed him, dude. Listen. Izzy got some fight. good shots in there. Is he got some good shots in there? I um I don't know if it's organic. That's the only thing that, that's the only issue I have with it is I don't feel like his stuff is organic. Like with Jones, Jones is like, I'll fight you right now, meet me in the KFC parking lot. Right. Is he is he's talking shit knowing he's not gonna show up? Sure. That's the problem that I have with it. All right, so we have Darren Till, John Jones, and, and Colby. So we need another nominee. I had Izzy written down. I had Darren Till, John Jones, and Izzy written down. Does anybody want to float something else where I'm putting Izzy? Uh, that that's that works. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at what uh, Matt Helbig said about Mike Perry drunk yeah, and bleeding. I saw that. Is anybody on his social right now? What happened? Yeah, I just saw a video. Of Mike Perry all drunk, bleeding in his house. He's having a rough night. He went on one on Twitter about. I tweeted at him. Oh fuck, Mike! Jesus Christ! Play that back, please. Show that again, yeah. Dev, or show that again, Tim. 
God. Is that on his Instagram story? Yeah, it's on his Instagram story. Oh right my now. God, Mike. You're about to be a father, bro. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. His legs? How did he cut his leg? He kicked the door? He, that's a no lot idea. of fucking blood, hold on, dude. Because he's. That's a lot of fucking blood, dude. Crazy, dude. That guy can't stay out of his own fucking way. Oh. Yeah, and he's not that. He's not good. Like, he's not that good. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. He kicked through a fucking glass window. What a fucking did you, got, did you watch the previous story before? Uh-uh. With the glass window? Yeah. I didn't see him kick through it. I just saw it broken. Like a hole. Like he kicked through the glass window and he's Jesus laying on his Christ. back. You know how many fucking arteries there are on your leg that you can cut? Yeah. That fucking, he doesn't know. It'd be crazy Jeez. if he does. It'd be pretty crazy. Well, you, Sean Taylor, RIP, got shot yeah. in the fucking leg. Yeah. He yeah. stopped a, a, a robber and got, uh, fucking got shot in his leg and the paramedics are, he's going to be fine. He fucking bled out. Yeah. It's wild. Came out with a fucking samurai sword. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're moving on. This is gonna. We have two categories left. This is gonna be the biggest feud of the year, also known as "Hey Pussy, You Still There?" I got a sound clip, of course. Hey Pussy, are you still there? I'm here. <laughs> the I'm fact here, that DC <laughs> says I'm here. Yeah, no, dude. <laughs> I'm here. This I'm is here. the biggest feud of the year. I had trouble with this one. Um, I really only thought there was two. I, I think I was just misremembering. Hopefully, you guys can carry this. I have three written down. I have two real ones, one joke one. I'm going to get the joke one out of the way just because we're talking about Mike Perry. Uh, it's Matt, uh, biggest feud of the year, Mike Perry versus that fat old guy at Applebee's that he knocked out. I think that was, <laughs> was you know what I mean? Like He fucking oh, slept. His ex-wife. ex-wife. He slept that dude uh, at Applebee's. So that's going to be my nominee. Um, Deb, you got one, Timbo? Who wants to chime in here? I'm going to let Tim go. Timbo. Okay, so Brian, uh, Deb, we were uh, pre-show talking on Instagram, and you were naming a few, and I was like, no, not that one, not that one. And Brian, you had mentioned it earlier, but bro, DC Stipe is undoubtedly the you biggest think so? robbery of the year. Okay, the biggest yeah. in here, absolutely. It's a th- this is a trilogy fight for the heavyweight oh, championship. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's it's a it's one. It was one one going into three. Now, granted, you know, with DC, we've seen how he can get with his fuse as far as like. How Personal, intense he can get, right, obviously right, right. with John, but um, you know th- this was this had a lot more in it than people you know, give it credit for. You know, first of all, you've got DC knocks out Stipe, first round starches mm-hmm. him. Then you've got DC not wanting to give him a title shot immediately, and he goes and fights Derek Lewis, and it's you know fucked over Stipe because Stipe missed probably what a year and a half of, of fighting, mm-hmm. a year and a half of prime just he waiting had, to fight. Yeah, he was an eye. Yeah, in my opinion, oh, that too. But in, in my opinion, Stipe should have got an immediate rematch. Um, but then you got DC, DC losing to Stipe, and then Stipe kind of saying, I will right, well, fuck you, bitch, because you didn't yeah. give me my rematch. I'm going right. to make your ass wait, and I'm going to hold this belt and get some promo. Right, right. Get, get, that mode- get those Modelo checks, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there, there was a lot. And, and then, you know, you cumulate those two, and then it's, you know, it's a 1 1. You got the, the two. The two goats of the heavyweight division, mm-hmm. UFC definitely. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think that was you know just with everything that was on the line. And granted, they did keep it kind of you know PG. They kept they it cordial. 
It was yeah. it was a, definitely a competitive feud. It wasn't like a talk shit, bad blood feud. It was definitely, I yeah. mean, I love trilogies. I really do. I, I think they're the greatest things that ever happened to combat sports. Especially um, when it's 1-1. One, one. Yeah, when it's 1-1 one, one going into the third, DC's final fight. Um, and, I mean, it, 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 it's you're right. It, it, it's something that I overlooked. I think I was thinking about it wrong. I was thinking about, like, two dudes that just did not fucking like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two dudes, they, they were competitive. Uh, with each other but yeah you're right i mean that was probably the biggest one um and it had so many great storylines i mean the first fight dc slept them became champ champ second fight dc was winning early and then dc or stipe came back and then the third fight i think it was all stipe stipe just fucking yeah. dominated uh dev do you have any do you ever want to tip your tongue i, was like, that I got was gonna be my number one that was your number one give me your number five but i've also got like you know colby and tyron but i don't really consider that i feel like that was like it I had that one. I had that one too. Colby and Tyron. Uh, Izzy and Costa, but that was fake. What? So I don't, fake? You know, they almost fake. fought at the weigh-ins, bro. Yeah, but then they saw each other in the hotel room and didn't nah, do anything. Like, nah. They're like, hi, waved at each other. Uh, Costa doesn't speak English. That fucking oh, it's the biggest idiot. rivalry Go ahead. this year, Brian. Yeah. It's me versus you in these fucking pickums. I already beat you. There ain't no rivalry, bro. No rivalry, bro. Fucking yeah. And then we got champ champ here, dude. He's the champ, so we don't have he's not he's Yeah, not I can't beat I can't beat fucking Tim. I I don't know what to do. I I, I I study like crazy, can't get him. I fucking I you know, because no. I know the fighters can't get him. I'm gonna get him in 2021 though. 2021, I'm coming for that strip. Listen, I bitch. I I think uh I I think Izzy Costa was probably the biggest feud this year. Yeah. Um, I, I fake or not fake, what? And then Colby Tyron, I think obviously was a big feud. Tyron didn't do a lot of talking. The fight was a little lackluster because Tyron didn't fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I mean, Masvidal fought uh, Usman, but it was it was so quick that they didn't really. Yeah, yeah, that would have been it. That would have been great. But they didn't two years ago. That would have been right. And and then and they didn't really get into it. But and, and like I said, we talked about this earlier. I think Dev before you hopped on. COVID kind of ruined a lot of it because a lot of fights got canceled. Some guys didn't take fights. They almost were like opting out. Um, Ortega Korean Zombie could, you know, that, that, that was, was good too. But then they made up a little bit because yeah. yeah, he did. slapped his interpreter, which I thought was great. Um, and then, you know, they made, they made up a little bit. Um, great fight though. I mean, Zombie got fucking starched, but um, I'm going to go Mike Perry versus Fakad or Applebee's. Mike Perry versus everybody at this point after we just saw that. Uh, DC DC Stipe, yeah, Mike Perry herself. DC versus Stipe. I gotta have to add Izzy and Costa because that was a huge fight. I mean, it was it was more than fucking Costa or excuse me, um, Izzy and Yol. And uh, I mean, Izzy and John Jones could be up there even though they didn't fight. I want to kind of keep it to guys who've actually fought yeah. this year. Uh, Dana I mean, White, Dana White versus the media is one we could yeah. always add because you know that was fucking. Uh, I'm gonna put that. I'm put Dan White versus Media. Yeah. Perry what? versus himself is good too. What'd you say? Perry Mike versus Perry himself. himself. <laughs> Mike Perry versus self. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna put that on the poll. Mike Perry versus self. It's got yeah, like he he's he's a big disappointment, man. He's a he was a big disappointment this year. He's Just, he goes on Twitter and he has these really like self-reflective moments and i really appreciate people's honesty like two weeks ago he's like my grappling's come such a long way but my stand-up's not what it used to be which is i've was i've said about him um and he's like i gotta really clean that up and it's like rules and then last night he's going off on how like 
he doesn't want anyone approaching him. No fans approach him. I don't want to talk talk to any of his fans. And Bo, and I'm like, I get it. Fans could be overwhelming and like, get a picture and shit like that. I can I can understand it, but it's also like they're the ones tuning in to fucking watch you fight. If you want to make money, because all he talks about is taxes and, and wants to make money, you got to have a good fan base to watch him make money. Now he could also get the reverse and have the fucking thing where people tune in and watch him get knocked out. That's what I do. I I have. I have a TV right here and it's just Mike Perry getting knocked out by Jeff Neal on fucking loop. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's my screensaver is him getting knocked out. So um, yeah, he's his own worst enemy. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go. Is he Costa, Mike Perry versus self DC Stipe and Dan White versus media. All right. Final award of the night. This is the one that we'll go ahead. Timbo. Also, when you could throw into that and you know, granted, this is just, this is a flyer, but they mm-hmm. are the only ones that fought twice was mm-hmm. Benavidez and, um, and uh, I don't know, you know Figueroa. Yeah, it, it was definitely a rivalry, but Benavidez got murdered twice. The second time, now, yeah, the first time he got murdered. The second time he literally got choked out and woke up screaming like he was having a nightmare. And his wife is like on the cage, and I'm like, dude, I can't, like dude, I can't fucking watch that, dude. He dug I mean, him up, dude. He buried him and dug him up and just yeah. Figueroa's a like, fucking bad. savage, uh, dude. I can't add that one. I just can't. Okay, here we go. This is the war. On, so we're if you're watching this, you're like, hey, where's the fight of the year? Where's the knockout of the year? We all know what the fight of the year is. I know you can you can add it. There's three fights of the year: Wiley versus Joanna, um, Poirier versus Hooker, and then Brandon Moreno versus Figueroa. Every website's doing that knockout of the year. I love the Kevin Holland knockout, but obviously Joaquin yeah. Buckley's going to get that knockout. You got female fight of the year. It's probably going to be way, way Lee's on. Um, you got male fight of the year. You got rookie of the year, all this stuff. So we're going to do, so we're doing something a little different here, but this is going to be the final category, the ninth award. This is going to be the MMA takes 2020. Who the fuck is that guy? AKA rookie of the year. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Jeremy Stevens will forever. Yeah, forever. Jeremy Stevens could be a double champ champ and Fucking he's dead. Multiple. <laughs> he's such a hard oh, L because Jeremy's like, dude, you're on the second row behind Connor. He, you can't, Connor said, like, I know who Jeremy Stevens is. I just couldn't hear because of the way the audio was or whatever. And like, you just got buried. All right. So this is going to be rookie of the year, debut of the year. The, the list, I have a long list. So this is going to take some time to really narrow this down. I already know who Devin's nominating. Um, this is going to be basically anybody who's debuted in 2020 and had a good showing, right? Or just impressed you, whatever. You, you, you make your own criteria up. So I'm going to nominate. He's only fought once. Oh, but man. He took mine. No, I don't think so. You definitely did. Yeri? Yeah. Yeah, Yeri Brahaza. He only fought once, but goddamn, he looked good. He beat. He knocked out fucking a dude who doesn't get knocked out, who was ranked. And uh, he swagged on him, too. I know he got hit a little bit in that first round, but he fucking swagged on him. Um, a heavy-handed Vulcan um, who Yuri just looked good, and I, and I think Yuri's going to look even better against Dom Reyes when they fight, <clears throat> I think, February. So that's going to be my nomination is Yuri Prohazga. Uh Devin, let's get you out of the way since I stole Tim's. I know who you're taking. Who are you taking? Take? Did you know you know you're going to fucking take? No, I really, I really I <laughs> Fucking Chemayev, bro. Come on, yeah, that's your guy. He's a he's an obvious rookie of the year. Um, the way that he you know went from like twelve thousand social media followers to over a million that's huge. Um, yeah, it's because it's huge. fucking plastic surgeons trying to fix his rat lip. Um, also, also Joaquin Buckley, dude, rookie. Like he, even though he came in and come off a loss 
to come back and have you know to come back and have two dominant wins both by finish. That First off, impressive. his second knockout was fucking brutal too over Jordan yeah. Wright. Obviously, was, it wasn't as flashy as the input, but it was fucking brutal. It was brutal. brutal. He, he 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 put more of a beating on Wright than he did on Impa. Yeah. Like, like Wright took away. And I liked beating. his honesty too. He's like, dude, I was fucking nervous. I'm I'm the guy with the highlight real knockout. I don't want to go out here and look like an idiot. Um yeah. so give me give me give me your, your nominee. Is it gonna be Chmaev? Am I wrong? Are you going somewhere else? I also have uh Ilya Toporia written down. I got him written down as well. Super, super impressive. I think that he can be a champion at 145. He's really good. Um I think he's really good. He's got slick stand up. He's piping really down good. Valerio Laredo. No big deal. Is he really? I think so. Good for him. Well, he's mm. sharing with George. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, George is already. George is like, nah, I've been there. But um, yeah, he's he's one of the him. Um, obviously, obviously, Chimaev is 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 an obvious one for Rookie of the Year. Um, and then I also have Buckley on there, just because that knockout and his stardom also grew a lot. And then uh, Ilya Tapuria really, really impressed the shit out of me. Um, Jamal Hill too. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super yeah. impressive. Super, super impressive. Um, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really, really good rookies. Uh, Prohaska is also another one too. That's don't you, you say know. you hate him. Don't say his name, Dev. I'm staring at you right now. I can't believe you haven't said this guy's name yet. Yuri? No, you're not allowed saying Yuri's name. I already told you that. Oh, how have I you, not, how have you not said Adrian Yanez yet? Oh yeah, well him, him as well. He like your boy. That's your boy, dude. Him as well. Him as well. He's been. Um, he's I. I think he. I think you're right about him. I know you interviewed him. He was on. You know, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. I will. I rewatched both those fights. I missed the second fight because I was actually out. But um, I think the kid's talented. I, I want to see him against a wrestler. But the kid's stand up is crisp. He's aggressive. I, he's got good camp. I don't think he's gonna get fucking tired in there. I just want to see him really, really fight off some takedowns. Um, I thought that'd be the first name in your mouth. Him or Chmaya. Who's your nominee though? You got to give him one. Yeah, um, one. We can. We're obviously gonna have to give a, a, a fourth one because we're all gonna have three, um, and we, we're gonna have four, so we can debate that at the end. But right now, I need your nominee. I'll have, you have to go with Chimaev. Okay. Um, you have to go Chimaev. You just no, arg- no argument there. Timbo, we we ran through a list. Who you got here? I'm curious. Um, I think Dev literally just said them all. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, there there are a couple, and there you know. I get. I'd say this. You know, I am the pick'em champ. I definitely. But I think you guys are superior as far as like knowing a lot more. Sure. You're game, but there's no wrong on that because you're just a fucking gambler. When you pick, when you pick, you're like, oh, what plus two twenty? I'll take them. Yeah. Um, Someone who really, I think, has been fighting. I know he was fighting last year and and maybe into 2018. But and Kalayev. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had a he had exploded. He's been around for a while. Yeah. He uh he really he's really impressed me this year. Um, you know, but uh granted, you know, the first win over uh Kuchalaba got bullshitted. Yeah. You know, yeah. he it was about to happen. Yeah, he was, gonna get, he was gonna get fucking slapped. We all know. Yeah, yeah. the second fight would actually happen. Um a guy who I won a lot of money off of this year, honestly, was Brandon Rovell. I have um, him down Brandon, here too. Yeah, Rovell looked yeah. good. Yeah. He's coming off a loss to Moreno. Um, you know, you kind of say it was a bullshit loss because it was a freak injury. So, you know, I'm not gonna hold that against him too much, but mm-hmm. I think before that. He had three. He had two wins in uh, against solid fucking dudes. Yeah, yeah. and um, Tim Elliott. Yeah, yeah. So I w- I will go Royvale. Um, but like I said, Ankalaev is is the one that kind of like really got my attention. Like I, I was, I'm really looking forward to going into 2021 right. with this guy. And I was, was 
I was going to have, because he did sign a fight, Nikita Krylov, which is a great fight. Um, Ankalaev is fighting Nikita oh, Krylov. Yeah. Um, I was going to have a category. The 10th category was going to be like breakout star of the year. I, I decided not to do that. I, mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin Holland probably had that wrapped up, right? Yeah, but yeah. Ankalaev would probably have been a solid number two. This is a guy I've been hiring. He made his USC debut, dominated, and then his second fight, he lost to Paul Craig. Oh, Craig a fight yeah. he was dominating and then got submitted with a second left. Ever since then, he's like, I'm fuck going in the ground. Like, you know, because he was taking Paul Craig down because he's got a great, you know, he's got that Russian fucking wrestling. He's yeah. just like, I'm just going to knock these fucking dudes out. Like, he had a revelation. Like, I'm going to knock these dudes out. And Kutalaba, regardless, I think the guy's trash, but he's a fucking got a rock for a head. And basically, oh. and Kaliyev knocked him out twice. Um, <laughs> so I love the Ravel. I love Tapora. Deb brought up Tapora. I think he maybe should get a nomination. I also have Chaos Williams. I know. Um, he he looked like shit against Pereira. It was a very close fight, but he had those two big knockouts. Um, mm-hmm. Adrian Nez is up there as well. <clears throat> Your, uh, Joaquin Buckley looked fantastic, even though he started the year with a loss. But he started the year with a loss against Kevin Holland, which was pretty competitive. I mean, if you rewatch that fight, it was it was, yeah, it was Joaquin was busting up body, and the one guy who slips through my crack all the time. What what? No, that's not. I didn't hey, say. Hey. <laughs> hey oh hey, forget about uh, Munir Lalez who fought. Al Rakazan and the dude from Abu Dhabi who like basically got signed because like Dana White's son like knows him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude's That's interesting. Right. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see more of him. He's definitely not going to get a nomination, but I definitely want to see more of that guy. He's got me intrigued. Yeah. Um, so to me, I think it's down to um, Tapora or Buckley. If I'm being honest with you, Yanez is great. Um, he we can put him on there because he's he's basically MMA takes royalty at this point for coming on the podcast. Buckley had the knockout of the year, and Topora. I think we're all in the same boat. Like this kid, this kid won twice as an underdog. By the way, he was underdog in both those fights. Ravel? Yeah, no, no, uh, Topora. Ravel, Ravel was an underdog in the um, Elliott fight. He was a pick'em in the Kaikara France fight, and I think he was a slight. He was he was a big dog in the Moreno fight, though. I do remember that. But um, Topora was a slight underdog in both his fights. Zalal and then um, fucking the de- the debut guy. I forget who he fought. I thought he was a favorite against. Um, I think guy's name is something Damon. Damon Jackson. I think Damon he. Jackson. I think at one point. Hang on a second. No, I'm not gonna do it. Sorry, I was I was gonna look up on my sheet. Um, I, you might be right. I think it was a it was a really close pick em fight. Um, maybe not. I don't remember. Either way, he's so good though. Dude. Yeah, he's so. Just so I think good. it's gonna be between Buckley and Tapora. Who do you guys think? Buckley. Buckley? Dev? <laughs> Tapora? I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna Tepora go to Tapora too. Champion. I'm gonna go to Tapora too. I think I think Tapora and listen, if he's if he's little, he's a little motherfucker. And if he's piping down Laredo, I mean that that's gonna get my vote right there. You know what I mean? Like I love how people shit on Laredo for showing her ass all the time. What the fuck? If I had a six pack, I'd be showing my shit all the time too. Like get off leave her alone. I do have a six pack though, by the way, so I just don't show. I'm modest. Um, that's it, baby. Show it if you got it, right? Yeah, that's what I say. Fuck it. That's the show. We're going to, uh, the, the actual audio version will be up. Like I'm going to post it right after this. And I oh, think yeah. tomorrow morning I'm going to start cause it's a little late right now. I think tomorrow morning I'm going to start getting the, the polls going on Twitter and I'll do it on Instagram as well. So that's it. Boys. Oh, yeah. 2021's here. We got one more week with no fights. And then we're back on, I think, the next week. Um, Devin and I picked the pay-per-view, which is in two weeks. But next week, for the 16th and the 20th, we should do like a mega pick'em card. Because next okay. week, next weekend, or no, this week coming up is blank. 
Then next weekend, there's a 16th, and that 20th is that Wednesday card. So we should do like a mega pick them. Maybe we'll split it up in two different podcasts. We can record the same night, though, um, to get the year off right, and we can do the new scoring system that I'm, I'm still tweaking with, and we'll do all that. Big things ahead, baby. Thank you, Big boys, day. for uh, for coming on. Hopefully your hoodies get there soon. Hopefully next time we do this, we're all wearing our hoodies. Definitely. I love it. Check all right, boys. Out, that's for sure. Everyone Check that watched out. and commented and listened, uh, all the people in the chat, all the people on Twitter, on YouTube, I really, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, let's fucking go, boys, huh? Let's go. It's a new beginning. It's that's new right. Beginning. All right, I'll see you, boys. Take Bye. care, guys. That was my guys, Devin and Tim. Awesome show. Ran long. Longest podcast we ever done, but it's a award show. What are you going to do? It's a fucking award show. Um, go on MMO Takes Twitter, MMO Takes Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Put your votes in for um, all the awards we did. Obviously, there's going to be four nominations. I'm going to, every single person that wins, I am going to DM the fighters and tell them that they won. Uh, it's something I'm going to do. They're not going to be happy about it, especially when we talked a lot of shit, but. You know what? I don't give a fuck. All right. So listen, Emma takes podcast on all the social media platforms. Thank you guys for an awesome 2020. 2021 is going to be the biggest year yet. Um, and I'm ready to roll, baby. I'm going to have a podcast up this week as well. It's just kind of previewing um, the upcoming January fights. Uh, instead of recapping, I'm going to be previewing, which I usually don't do. But I miss you guys. I miss you guys. I, I was blank last week and uh, I'm ready to talk. And uh, let's go. Oops, sorry. That's that's a way to start the fucking new year is to have an audio issue. Um, <laughs> I might edit that out either. I'm gonna fucking do it. I love you guys. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! 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 Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, look, pal, we don't want it. Come on, motherfucker, back. Come on. Escort this gentleman to the door. Come on. You see that shit? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.